So, good morning to everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. So, today on the docket, I told you we got Mr. R. Kelly, 28 seconds singing ass. He's going to be first on the list. I also have, um, I also want to talk about is like, because it's a it's an artist named Asian Doll. She's signed to Gucci Man's label. And she was talking about how she got her breast, had to get her breast done. That was a part of her, um, deal or agreement whatever so i'm thinking like is a is it that is that a thing now for the a woman who signs in the industry a woman who gets with a record label for to get her breast done or for her to look like a barb or something uh uh you know is body work is adjusting your body or getting body work done for a female artist when you sign to a label a thing court is now in session is that a thing all right so first up like i said first up on the docket we got, we gonna, we got our Kelly, we got Wendy Wendell, hump back, shaped like the capital letter P Williams on the docket. We have Kodak Black, even though he Haitian in the part of my little, you know, he part of, he might be a kin to me, but his hair is like out of control, baby. He like a bunch of spiders having meat on his head. We have Mr. Goddamn Boosie Badass himself on the docket. We have Tommy from Love and Hip Hop with her drunk ass on the docket. We have Miss Monasek herself, Miss Cardi B on the docket. And we have Slick Head Ass Afton Sharpton on the motherfucking docket this morning, okay? Let's hit the goddamn gavel this morning. Hold on, I don't think y'all heard the gavel this morning. Let me turn it up for you. And I don't think you heard it. I don't think you heard that gavel. There we go. Court is now in session. So, let's start with R. Kelly. 28 second singing ass. Let's start with him. Miss Monastack. Yes. Let's start with R. Kelly ass. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to my Instagram and I'm about to play a video for y'all uh, that I say, cause I was, I was up late last night too, scrolling and stuff. But see, that's what researchers do. We do shit like that. I don't, I don't mind getting up. You know what I'm saying? I love what I do. Well, there's five people in here, some people in here, 20 people in here. I love doing this radio shit. I really do. Like, I have no problem getting up in the morning doing this shit. That's how I know this is what I love to do. All right. So, I'm finna play this clip. Good morning. I'm finna play this clip of R. Kelly, 28 seconds singing ass. First, I'm gonna play you the clip where he begged the public not to go in on him. And then I'm gonna play the other clip where he actually had people pay him $100 to sing for 28 seconds because he need the goddamn money because he broke his hell. Good motherfucking morning this morning. I already hit the docket. Court is not in session. Ruby is sipping the tea. is already messy, baby. We don't make the tea. We drink the motherfucking tea, okay? So let's get into this clip, Mr. Uh, Robert. I like to fuck 14-year-olds and piss on people and take dick in my ass, uh, motherfucking Kelly. Okay? And, um... I got an event to do tonight in Springfield, Illinois. So I want the media to take it easy on me, man. This is how I got to get paid now for right now. So I got to go do this event. And it's a party. So when you see me in the club with a couple of drinks in my hand and chilling, please take it easy. Appreciate it, y'all. Thanks. Yo, this okay, let me, let me let you hear what he did. Count the seconds now.
That was it. He's it's something he must confess that he broke. I'm broke. Hell, but shit, nigga, you have made. First of all, let's see the docket on that nigga first before we get into his ass. Because I'm about to chew into his ass. So, first of all, baby, you have made. First of all, I want y'all to go to my RubyJew underscore AA and check out that picture. Because, see, I want y'all to see how I can transform. Don't get that natural shit twisted, baby. I can go from India I read to motherfucking bad ass Nick Minaj in a motherfucking hot motherfucking second. Don't get it twisted, baby. Anyway, um, so. Yes, he needs to stop his shit. On top of that, R. Kelly, come on, bro. You gave them for 27, 28 seconds for $100? Huh, I got, I love R. Kelly. Don't get on, take me. I ain't taking nothing from old boy. Old boy can sign his motherfucking ass off, okay? But what he did, $100 for 28 seconds, baby. That, shit, that sound like some shit. I don't know. Beyonce won't even do no shit like that. But then again, hell, she's out. She, I don't know. I, I know the first time my sister ever went to one of her concerts, she was three hours late, song one song, and left, and they paid like two hundred dollars for the tickets. Um, Miss Miss B would have to give me my money back. But anyway, um, yes. So that nigga is on the docket. We gonna goddamn. Well, I don't want to mute R. Kelly, but I ain't gonna say I want to mute him. But it's like. He can sing, and a lot of his songs are like, oh, shit, you know what I'm saying? It's like, one of them, I don't know, he has a lot of history behind his music, and it's just like, to know that all those songs was potentially or allegedly about young girls is sickening, but at the same time, I don't see nothing wrong with love on the grind, you know what I mean? But then again, like, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to fly, I don't want to believe I can fly, but then I do want to feel on your booty, and I do like to crotch on you. Anyway, um... He needs to just stay out the way right now and stop talking to the press. Yeah, he just stack pray and stay out the way. That's what I say. Anyway, R. Kelly, thank you for them 28 seconds of fame. I hope you made your money that you need to make to support your girls, to support yourself. We still, I ain't going to say we still love you. We ain't rooting for your ass either. We, we, you, you, baby, you on, you straight on very, 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 very thin ice. When I say thin ice, I mean, bitch, if you breathe one more again, you're going you gonna to fall through the cracks. So hit the goddamn gavel on that motherfucking nigga this morning. Okay. All right. Moving on. On the docket, we have Mrs. Wendy Wendell. Shaped like the letter P. Capital P at that. Humpback Williams. Now, Miss Wendy Wendell Williams has allegedly been doing threesomes. With a motherfucking hub with the mission on her. You know, you know, again, you know, last Thursday, now last week or the week before last, we reported about her husband having a, um, uh, a fair on, you know, with the side chick and they had a baby and da 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 da. So, Miss Wendy Wendell has been allegedly having threesomes. And so, 50 Cent been going in on her ass on, on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, he says, for threesome gone bad, which, you know, I don't suggest if you care about somebody, you want to be with somebody, you love somebody, I don't suggest this threesome thing. I tell a nigga real quick, but if I have a threesome with you, it's over with. It's done. You know what I mean? Don't worry about that. All right. Okay. Um, Having threesomes with Wendy Wendell. Wendell. Oh, you love little. Thank you, girl, baby. I can let me tell you something about this Leo here, baby. Don't let this lion come out, cause baby, I will show all y'all ass up. Y'all bitches who think y'all pretty and cute with them long ass goddamn uh uh landfill lifted ass uh, lace fronts. Bitch, I ain't even gotta put them. I can go goddamn get me a ninety nine dollar wig. I mean a ninety nine a nine a ten dollar wig, bitch. 
Make that shit like a million bucks and come out the house with a five dollar dress on and some and some twenty five dollar shoes and bitch be looking like I came out of a Vogue motherfucking magazine. Vogue, 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 Vogue. So you got me. I got me hot this morning, especially when, you know I had. I'm, I'm feeling. Nobody has said anything yet, but I had that feeling in the air that somebody is trying to come for me, and it ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna happen. You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't even going, baby, we not even going to manifest that. So let me go ahead and show you what Ruby Jew, a.k.a. Quita, a.k.a. Quita, a.k.a. Miss Ariel, can do for you, baby. Because all three of them bitches mixed together is a trip. And don't make me bring out Coco Chanel. She really going to have you feeling some type of way. But anyway, um, that's disgusting. Mm, I don't know. So she, I'm going to read y'all this article. But she, done, she has um found out. How much the, the the husband been spending on the mistress uh, if she decided to divorce him. So we're going to read how much this motherfucker been spending on, allegedly spending on the goddamn mistress. Wendy, where you at, girl? There you go. It says Wendy Williams could find out how much money her husband spent on the mistress if she decides to, to divorce him. This blog is by Miss Jenny B. Okay, and my sources are coming from Boiler Alert, okay? Last month, Wendy Williams returned to her namesake talk show after two-month-long hiatus plagued by rumors of self-medicating drug abuse and her husband, Kevin, Hunter, Kevin Hunter's infidelity. But upon her return, Williams, Wendell, we're going to say Wendell, Wendell, Wendell Williams denied Rumors of marital issues instead of opening up about her struggles with something. Instead, she opened up about her struggles with substance abuse, whatever. However, as the host played it cool on camera, reports revealed that Williams' personal life was falling apart behind the scenes. In fact, after the birth of Hunter's alleged love child, sources said Williams was hospitalized after relapsing over the news. Since then, Williams has been spotted both with and without her ring, with and without Hunter. Recent reports reveal she'd been looking into her options for divorce, but according to page six, sources say if two, if the two go through with divorce, Williams may finally find out just how much her husband has been spending on his mistress for over 10 years. But the discovery could also work in Wiggins' favor if she proves to be an out if, if she proves to be an outraged amount. Yes, Coco Chanel will be coming out. And I'm just playing now, not today. If she's the ba if Kevin's the baby's father, it affects things. And a top divorce lawyer told publication if he spent a lot of money on this woman, and a judge could a judge can concede that a wasteful as that as a wasteful dissipation. Spending marital funds in a frivolous, frivolous, uh, I can't even talk, frivolous way, frivolous manner. Anyway, one would likely buy the other out as a part of divorce settlement. He added, highlighting that the fact that the two own Wendy Williams production obscene spending that the wife knows about is too bad for her. Obscene spending that has been hidden could signal a wasteful dissipation. Let's hit the docket on Kevin. So you mean to tell me you been cheating and you been spending my motherfucking money? Oh, I got to sit my hot ass tea on that one. I got to sit my motherfucking hot ass tea on that one. You been cheating on me. And you been spending my motherfucking money on a bitch. And you got a pregnant. 
That's grind for divorce right there. I don't give a damn if we did this threesome with a with a woman. It just comes of a matter of respect. I don't add you on to my production company because I remember when the Williams was working back when I was a kid when she was on Martin and she was you know with Howard Stern and she was on the radio. I remember hearing her as a child. So she don't put in all this work for you to take it and spend it on a nobody who. Girl. Oh Jesus, Wendy, Wendell, shaped like the Cavalier P. Humbert Williams, baby, you are good. Okay, and I want you to pull her through because I really like, I like Wendy Wiggins. I like how she got there, come out with her, she, she said what she want to say, but about her own life, she has not spilled her tea. You know, the difference between me and her is I would spill my beans before, I would rather spill my beans before anybody else. I want you to hear from the horse's mouth and not his ass. Remember when she was fucking Biggie Smalls back in the day when he was with Faith Evans? Now that's some tea. Hold on, bitch. Hold the fuck on. Can you come up next to can the fuck, can you come up? Let's hear what the fuck going on. Wait a minute, goddamn it. That's the tea for real, because I ain't heard no shit like that. Good morning, Nixta. How you doing, girl? Good morning, love. I told you I'm going to start getting up to catch up shows, honey. Thank you. But you know if you miss my shows, you can always tune into my podcast if you miss my show. You know that, don't you? I know, but I like you live, too. It's, it's, the live is even better. Yes, in living color. So, girl, she had, she fucked biggest, allegedly she fucked biggest spy while he was video. married. Yes, they was like... Like, she thought they was going to get married. She had a ring and everything. I was actually trying to find it. What? Yeah, call me up. But, yeah, it's a video. If you, like, go through the hashtags on Instagram, uh, Wendy Williams, she's in a studio. This is when she was real small. Mm -hmm. And she was beautiful. Like, yeah, she Wendy was pretty, yeah. She was bad as fuck. Yeah. But, yeah, she was she was sleeping with Biggie for a minute. The whole time he was with, messing with Kim, Faith, all of them. Wow. Like for a hot second. She was messing with a lot of people, but Biggie Small, she really thought like he was going to leave Faith and wife her up. You know what I'm saying? Because she had a ring on and all that stuff. I'm actually looking for it now. As soon as I find it, I'm going to tag you in the um, post. Please do that because Wendy Wendell, shaped like the letter P hump back. Williams right. is a motherfucking trip. Jordan always laugh when I say Wendy Wendell. Wendell! <laughs> Girl, that is some girl. You missed girl. You missed the girl early yesterday morning. We gonna uh, set us. We gonna do a side talk on the docket. Jingle. I ain't trying to get you to go get no uh tongs. I'm sorry, but I gotta talk about this shit. Girl, yesterday did was you in here for the last part? Like kind of like toward the, to the, toward the end of yesterday? Yeah, I was in here for a while, but um, when y'all you talking when y'all was talking to Great Squad? Mm mm. Mm mm. I missed it because I was in here while you were singing and everything. No, baby, like, we talking about. Yeah, so sometimes I had to turn it all the way down because I was working too, so I might have missed like what happened. Baby, when I tell you, Fat Boy went in on Gab Gab Grabs the Great. Who is that? Baby, he read her whole card and some. Pull up the receipts and the facts. You know, I what? thought I was I thought I was recording, but you know, everything happened for a reason. I didn't get a chance to record. But baby, when I tell you what? it was like twenty something, he said you had like thirty some people in the room. I'm like, I ain't even I wasn't even looking at the numbers. I was too busy gasping my breath because I didn't think he was gonna do that. Cause you know he don't come off like that. You feel what I'm saying? I didn't what? think he was gonna do that, baby. He read that bitch from the ruler to the tutor to the end. Damn. And I was like, holy shit. Girl, I had to have me some wine. I was drinking early in the morning. I showed up. Well, yesterday was the Liddy Committee Day. Because, you know, me and um, me, me, Trapper John, Fat Boy, and Lituation, we do our Liddy. We now started, like, the Liddy Committee on Mondays. And then throughout the week, you know, they come in when they want to. 
But yes, ma'am, Pam. Yesterday was old lit. Uh, uh, Jenga was like, oh my God. Oh my God. She's like, I got to get my tongs. I can't deal with this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh we got God. to get this shit out because you know, girl, you know how I am. I don't do the back and forth fake talk behind. I don't do that shit. I don't like that shit. Just say what the fuck you got to say and move on. Either you going to resolve or solve or to move past it. Like, am I got time to be going back and forth? And he really was like pressed. He really did, was not feeling her. So. We went ahead and got that shit. She was on the docket. We put the goddamn A&R lab on the docket. And we put some fake-ass station head people on the docket yesterday morning. It was a litty motherfucking committee. For real. Okay, I got you. I didn't know what y'all were talking about, though. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I told them motherfuckers, we don't make the tea. Look. I told them motherfuckers, we don't make the tea. We sip that shit. Okay? Instagram, DM. I told you I was going to find it for you. You know, when I, when I say something, I call receipts. Let's see. Let's I see. Said, I'm receipts to back it up. Yeah, but I, this is why her and Kim was beefing hard. Apparently, they got into a fight and everything. Okay. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Yes, Wendy was funny. Uh, I'm out of my life. What's the matter with them? Oh. Who put that fat rock on your hand? There's no fat rock. Nah, the upper one, the left one, the left hand. Anyway, Ralph, is it time to go into another race? Is it time? Big up to Brooklyn, thanks for turning us on. I'm talking about video music box now, even though we are at KISS. This is the studio, everybody, and I just want you to know one thing. You know, show us, like, you know, different things. Okay, okay. This is the studio, I can't... She don't want to tell her being it, though. Right. Off on her motherfucking ass, she's like, um, she was trying to like insinuate that Whitney, like Whitney Houston was like a real crackhead, or whatever. And Whitney told her, and Whitney told her ass, baby, don't act like you want to snout the drawers with me, baby, because she said, uh, uh hold on, I've been on you fifteen years. Whitney Houston went off on that bitch. Whitney snapped on her little ass. That shit was so funny. I was like, hell no, nah. I listened to that whole interview. But Wendy Wendell, girl, how, so Nixon, how would you feel if you was married to a man and um, during the marriage, you know, he been cheating for 10 years and he done spent your well on hard earned money and you been in the industry 28 years, how many of you you been in the entertainment industry, you done worked hard, he spending your money that you added, you done added him on your production company, all that, he spending his money on the side chick and it may be a frivolous amount I mean it may be a amount beyond control how you feel about it I have to watch all the seasons of the orange is the new black again because somebody's gonna die and my ass is gonna be rich sitting up in jail because <laughs> I'm whooping some motherfucking ass at the end of the day you got me fucked up I'm gonna do some petty ass you you gonna be like um Mary J Blige dear husband let my folk cut her Life. As you should. 
Period. Don't try to be discreet now, right? Wendy, uh, she said, Wendy, get on my nerves. You stay in everybody else's business, but don't tell yours, okay? Right. Damn, sure like do. I was trying to go in on Mariah Carey the other day before Mariah Carey being drunk, but I'm like, wait a minute, boo boo. They just found you two days before in a damn alley drunk as fuck passed the fuck out, damn. wondering if you had been sexually assaulted, robbed, or something. So you can't sit here and talk about her drinking problem when you need to address your own. They had to take your ass to the hospital, bitch. They had to, they had to revive you, baby, because you was CPR flatline, bitch. Well, Wendy, Wendell, I'm so sorry you're going through that. I like you personally, you know what I'm saying? Wendell, I'm sorry that you're going through that, girl, and I call you Wendell because you had started. You were so beautiful when you was young, but you had started looking like a man. So, you know, I don't know if you Wendell Wendell, so I just put Wendell, humpback, straight like the letter P, capital P at that, Wendell. <laughs> That's all I say. She's a vile individual. I don't know what you mean by that. What is what does vile mean? I may need to look that up. I got a whole computer right here in front of my face. Vile. V I L E. What does what's the meaning of vile? Let's read it out loud. Uh extremely unpleasant. You vile ass bitch. Get your vile ass on. You vile motherfucker. You was a vile bitch. I'm sorry, I didn't know what that means. Okay. So, let's hit the docket on Wendell. We're moving on. Okay, y'all love, y'all love this guy, love this guy. I kept hitting that shit yesterday. That shit was funny as hell. So, Kodak Black, y'all. Kodak Black, they have, I don't know if y'all heard um, the clip that he, when he was talking about, um, Lauren London, how he she that baby, and he want to give her a year, and he going to try to shoot his shot. You know what I'm saying? Nigga whoop his ass. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on somebody. No. Nah, it ain't even that serious, though, girl. They don't silence. They don't oh, yeah, I know he didn't mean it. I'm talking about just his other comments in general, not just this Lauren London thing. Sometimes he be just a little bit too reckless. But see, this is the thing. Like, And I want to read this quote that somebody put up, and it was some true shit. And then look. He, you know, he is young, like, like me and Jingle Love was saying, Jingle Love, can you come up? I want to kiss you come up. We was talking about um, the generation that we forgot to hug. And I want to read, I want to get into this comment, this, this comment that somebody had made. And it made so much sense, you know. And I just feel like there's no need to silence him because we're going to silence him. We got a lot of other, lot more other motherfuckers that we need to silence. Yeah, age don't have nothing to do with respect, but when you don't have any guidance, you got so to understand if somebody don't give you respect, you need to understand their background and where they come from. I know every person you come across, every person you meet, you're not going to know their background and understand where they come from, but he young. They gave him a lot of money at a very young age. He has been taking care of his whole entire family since he's been 13 years old, 12 years old. Mama, I think his mom was on drugs or whatever case may. I don't know his daddy's situation, but I know he been taking care of his whole family. So he he didn't really have no guidance. He he taught himself. So when it comes to respect, I really was like feeling some type of way with the older cats. Like y'all supposed to be OGs, but y'all on him talking about y'all gonna whoop his ass. What the fuck they gonna do? And then so they done took his but Atlanta Records, Atlantic Records ain't gonna drop them because Kodak Black and Cardi B are the two biggest artists they got, and they done had them very wild. So you think they finna stop they bad from rolling in because of coming, he said? They gonna fix this shit. They always, they don't, they pay goddamn, they, uh, I think, 
I think young NBA boys with either Columbia Records or Atlanta Records. Anyway, them crackers gonna pay his way out like they do young NBA boy all the time. And they he bringing on me's and me's. Do you think they finna just drop him because he made a comment? That half of the that some famous niggas already feeling anyway, cause I'm guaranteed it's some famous nigga sending her DM or her email already. Like she need to show the crowd not that, but it's just that Kodak Black shit got posted. Why keep it in when you got Wayne shooting his shot? So ain't it disrespectful too? Even though she, even though that is her baby's father, but still they been over and done with for the last four or five years. So this time she married. I don't know if they've been married or not. I can't vouch for that. I haven't yeah, that seen. Yeah, I don't think they legally was. Cause then this is the you thing. Know, like, She's gonna have to like. You know, like I was trying to tell somebody last week when he, when he first died, like she's going to have to scrap up her boots and get to work because it's going to be people coming after him. And everything I have been feeling has been confirmed. I want to keep talking about it, but they finna induct him into the history. Like he finna be reading the history and everything because everybody from the DMV to the ATL to Houston, Texas, to Detroit, to New York, everybody had had, had their candlelight visuals for him. And also, these people that did this to him have been plotting on him for the last three years. Like, this is not just something. Somebody was hired to kill him. This is not just something that just boom out of the blue happened. Because if, uh, if you go back and look at how they infiltrated the Black Panthers when they killed Huey P. Newton, I think that's his name. I'm going to quote me if I'm wrong. You will understand what I'm saying. People are like, oh, that's just a hating ass nigga. No, that wasn't just a hating ass nigga. That was somebody, his friend had, I had, I have an article that I screenshotted or I saved, but his friend was like, he don't know if it's the, you know, government or whatever the case may be. But he's like, but somebody has been following them, you know, for the last, had been following them the week before, the, the, the week before and the week, you know, like two weeks prior. He was like, he was two days before he got killed. He's talking about beefing up security and things of that nature. But, you know, I feel like something, it was ice always wanted for destruction. I feel like something told him, you know, in the, in the media, another medium confirmed this, everything I was feeling. Something told him to get his security before he left, but he thought, now nah, I'm going to be all right. I always go down here, you know, I'm just going to run down here, do this, and then come on back. But it wasn't just that simple. And he trusted way too many people that he shouldn't have trusted. And I told y'all that he was living a double life. Didn't I not tell y'all he had a lot of hurt and anger and feeling? I told him that you can go back and listen to the recording that I did last week. He was living a double life. And like Jingle Love said, we're not going to act like that shit was Disney because it wasn't. Then he let that deal with her problems. Niggas worried about getting her a number. Shaking my head. It's a bit tragic. But get what though? It ain't no different from a bitch. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you a quick story. And then we're going to move on into this article that I want. This little comment I want to read that somebody made. This post made. It was a guy. Uh, this was last year. This was last year. It was a guy that, you know, hung out down here on my. I live, I live in Atlanta, Georgia. I live on Boulevard. You know, now I live on Parkway or whatever like that. In the hood area, it was this guy who used to hang out on part where all his friends out there knew, you know, you know, da da da. You know, he ain't got with everybody. He knew a lot of people, da da da, stuff like that. So he was married to this girl that had the thing that just got married and then they had a baby. And why I know this is because one of my homegirls I used to work with and I knew for a while was like that was like her play brother, like she introduced them to. So I get in the Uber with 
a girl that I used to work with, excuse me, I used to work with at the airport, and she tells me, she's like, you know, such and such who died. I'm like, yeah. She was like, girl, why his wife is fucking on his best friend? I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Did he just die like not even a month ago? She was like, yeah. So shit like this happens all the time. I said, I didn't say is shit like this happens all the time. You know what I'm saying? And women are vulnerable and me and men are you gotta understand men are i'm not taking up for nobody what they do but men are hunters and women are vulnerable when women are vulnerable that's what they do you feel what i'm saying they hunt they're natural hunters you feel what i'm saying so you cannot get mad that man could get wet the game been want to fuck with her and talk to her but he gonna play like he there he trying to be there for nymphs and his legacy he gonna try to slide up on her ass too don't be surprised what the fuck you gonna hear about this case and what you gonna hear that comes out within the next couple of months to a year I'm telling you, you're gonna be like, it might be called that black. You never know. She like thug ass niggas. Come on. She do, but I mean, she got better chance with the game than Kodak the ass. Well, you never know. It it it, it it'll be so motherfucking funny though because that that is a persona that they put on. Them people really don't be like that in the real life. That is something that they have to put on for a show, for the label, whatever the case may be. Them folks don't be that hard up in real life. Them folks ain't yeah, even... Yeah, all learned that with Takashi 6 9 <laughs> Right. Should I talk to her too, but... I'm about to say my like that. Everybody want to be a lion until it's time to do what lions do. Exactly. So, I got this quote that I want to... Because Jingle Love, we talked about the generation that we forgot to hug... And I definitely want to get into this girl. See, that's why I don't wear nails. This is shit is irritating. Irritating. Okay. So, somebody on my page posted this, and uh -oh. it says, "I keep." I don't. It says, "Attorney." I can't even read the bottom. It's attorney. Is it attorney? Awesome. I can't read because they cut the bottom out. Okay, so it says, I keep hearing people over 35 years old in response to Kodak Black's dumb ass, in response to Kodak Black dumb ass Lauren London comments, scream about how disrespectful and ignorant and self-destructive the younger generation of black, of black folks are. I keep wanting to tell, hey, dumbasses, if your generation would have done its job protecting, training, and raising black youth, we wouldn't have this damn problem. How in the hell a bunch of dysfunctional-ass old folks going to verbally chastise the same black youth they failed to raise in the first place? You ain't got the guts to step up to the young goons in your own hood and guide them, but you can insta-discipline insta, insta Kodak. Stop all that tough talk and do some damn work. We gonna hit the motherfucking gavel on that shit right there. Hold on. Hit the goddamn gavel. Cause that wasn't never facts right there. That wasn't never facts. He just disrespectful. Like, come on now. You know the difference between right and wrong. I get that though. Same thing that Charlemagne said, basically. Exactly, but she, yeah. but ain't nobody silence to Charlemagne. He admitted, Charlemagne, he admitted he put some Spanish fly in the girl, in the girl drink. Had the same respect you had for this man and his family before he passed. Shit. Okay, I'll talk to But see, that's what I'm saying. Shaking my head. Nobody showed me how to respect nobody. But see, that's you. Everybody is different. And I want to, you know, Jingle Love to, like, you know, elaborate on that and, you know, enlighten us a little bit because she is, like, always, like, on the, you know, she's an activist. She's always on the, like, love each other movement. And I'm always, like, put that bitch on the docket, cut that motherfucker head off and send his ass to be cooked. But anyway, 
Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I got my tubs right here, so I'm good. Okay, okay, okay. I ain't gonna, we ain't. I can't. I don't know what's going to come up next hour. I'm like, oh, Lord, you have this thing ready. You never know who may come in the room. Right. Oh, Jesus. But I agree. The generation we forgot to hug, that that is the reason why I came up with that concept. Because I truly, honestly believe that my generation, we forgot to hug these guys. We forgot to really sit down and say, okay, right is right, wrong is wrong. Even when you do wrong, I love you anyway. We'll get through it. We just tossed all that shit out the window. We were too busy trying to keep up with the Joneses. I uh-huh. made it, you didn't. Uh, it's all about me, me, me. I'm on drugs. We did everything wrong. And not because we weren't taught. We just did everything wrong. We got caught up in the system. So now this stuff is slapping us in the face. And I honestly uh-huh. believe that people are going to debate me who are my age. I'm like, listen, you can sit here and not want to admit to your wrong or our wrongs because it is an our issue but it's it's real that's why you got Kodak Black and two most of these OGs who's right here yelling and stuff dog ain't that wasn't that long ago that y'all was cursing out people left and right saying okay. stupid so that's why Kodak does what he does because he saw you do it so yep. yeah yeah, like yeah. J. Cole said in that um a lot song, I love that song because it be speaking to my soul. But um, it was like you know what I'm saying he liked Kodak. It's just he yep. he had some better guidance in his life. And Master middle, P in middle said town. this shit too. Yep. Master yep. P was trying to like bring him yep. under his wing to guide yep. him. And the people around him was like, no, you don't need him to do. So you know they yep. end up falling out because somehow they try to make him think that Master P was really trying to take his money. Well, Master yep. P is paid. But the people who, the motherfuckers who um, are actually trying to take your money is the ones that are telling you not to fuck with somebody's jeans. But it's always like that. It's like the good guys always, the loser but evil never prevails. I heard, I heard Jason Lee say something. When I when I was when I listened to his interview over the weekend, and he said that the the bad guy always wins. That's not a lie. Prime example, Puff Daddy. We don't. He's not even on the dock, but I'm giving him prime example. Puff Daddy allegedly. <laughs> Puff Daddy allegedly set up Tupac because the guy who was in the car, who was all in cahoots with it, one of those guys had stage for stage four cancer. He said he's going to die anyway, so he don't give a damn. They come kill him or not. So he explained the whole situation. I watched the whole 30 minute, 45 minute situation documentary thing. And, you know, it was like they would have missed Tupac, but Tupac was just so loud at the light because the girls seen him. Oh my God, they go Tupac. Ah! And um, I don't remember if y'all remember in the story where they had like one of the girls, somebody in one of the other cars got shot. Y'all, it was like two cars involved, and it turned out to be one car involved. It was a whole bunch of mixture because of what happened. So P did Puff Daddy allegedly set that up. But I went on the baller alert, and Puff Daddy has been had had said he had a lot on his mind, got a lot on his chest. He been trying to change his name, change his ways, watch himself clean. He said he had a three and a half hour cry. And that is a soul cry to God for help because once you cross over that line to evil and you go to the devil and try to revert back, it just don't be the same. Yeah. Once you spiritually cross that line to go be be with the devil and do his work, 
ain't saying God ain't going to accept you back, but it ain't going to be just that easy. You finna go through a soul. Your soul is finna be burning. Like, why you here on earth? So, it's just like, that ex That explains to me, that, that shows me right there that evil never prevails. You know, people go for evil and people, you know, want to do the easy way out. Kodak Black want to do the easy way out. He don't want to, you know, he don't want to listen to this guy that been in the game a long time and has dealt with the controversy, has dealt with all that stuff. He want to go where somebody's handing him money because they see green. And that's how they get a lot of us of our color. They give us green because they know we from poverty. We poverty stricken because they set up like that. We don't have it. So they wave the green in our face and we take the green over the morals. And this is what's happening right now. This is what's good morning, Christos. I'm, I'm glad you were able to come in and catch my show. But this is what's happening yeah. right now with the with, with this Kodak Black situation. And me personally, I don't feel like he should be exiled. Okay, T, I need to be silent. He walking up on people, talking about some, oh, you got a Gucci bag on. You can wear that man like shit I bought that goddamn Gucci. I'm wearing my shit, nigga. Fuck you talking about. I mean, he, he, his daughter go out with Gucci on and he get mad with somebody like, I thought you were boycotting. Right. right, right, like, come on now. So it's like, right. it, it, when you it's just like, they can do whatever they want. No, boo boo, you gotta walk it like you talking at the end of the day. And right, but when you just caught up in the cheating scandal, you told your wife on national TV, like, okay, and like, we've been doing it, so what's the deal now? I did it without that you, so part. what? When you just yeah. doing that, number two, when you when you just going around lying, talking about you the king of bankhead and you do this for the community, but when your ass got outed out and you pulled up, actually pulled up and born on, and a nigga was waiting for your ass, you turned your ass around because you weren't ready for that real shit. Oh, okay then. Okay, we gonna leave you right there, T.I. Bankhead, right, the king of bankhead. <laughs> the yeah, fuck? Christine, actually, Dr. Dyson said Michael Dyson, I, I love him. He spoke about that on the Breakfast Club a few, maybe a month ago, about canceling culture. He said we need to cancel the cancel culture movement. Yeah. He said you, you have to stop that. That's that's not the way to do it. He said because you're just further in dividing yourselves. Why would you want to do that? He said no. We just need to deal with the problem, and it's not going to be all pretty. Everybody's not going to get along. He said, but you deal with it, and and you come together, you know, in a civilized manner. Right. You know? And keyword civilized. <laughs> and a lot of these people be trying, trying to clout chase on Nipsey Hussle's devil because I see a lot of these folks. I'm like, future, baby, sweetie, honey, boo-boo. When the fuck and where the fuck and how the fuck, okay? You lost the best bitch. You lost the best woman that ever happened to your ass over a scum bitch that you been fucking with. That don't mean they don't got shit going on. And you had this bitch around your girl. And it's that done birth a child for you, which is a beautiful baby. He's very smart and very intelligent. Get what? Let me show you how. I'm going to show you. Sierra is the prime example of how God works when you keep the good faith and you keep doing the good yes. work. Let me show you yes. how God works. You feel what I'm saying? I'm going to hit the gavel on future ass one time yes. for your mind. <laughs> Mr. Goddamn. I had to do the Russell prayer. Shoot. I'm hoping it's working. <laughs> right. Mr. Goddamn, the truth gonna hurt you. Mr. I'm on, I'm gone to the moon. Mr. Motherfucker, if you love me, love me unconditional. But you, you know, but you know what? I, I want to say this and I don't, that's why I don't, I'm not so big on being such a like, a big artist, a big pop star. I will, you know, that's, that's all well and fine if it happens. You know what I'm saying? But I'm more, the reason why I'm more focused on my talking is because I feel like my, I feel like my music is my escape. You know what I'm saying? I feel like my music is the way I release a lot of pressure. and But my talking is what I love to do. So it's like, okay, I talk and I do music. That's perfect. You know what I mean? I can always blend that in with something. But 
when you go, when you listen to some of these old, these artists' old music and to their new music, they were thirsty. They had that hunger. And he said, success, Future said, his own mouth, success don't change you, it reveals you. So, he done got successful, he's revealing his true self. This is who you have always been deep down inside. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of and a lot of people and a lot of people future is stupid as fuck. Now I fuck with future, but he was tripping when he said he was right. And if anybody is the Nipsey of the South, I'ma say I'ma say Shotty Low was the Nipsey of Atlanta. Nipsey of the South, I don't know, haven't came across him. Period. Don't know, ain't heard of him. But um that's why I was like, you know, when you get a, a success, you reach a, a certain success rate, a level. That's why it's important when I'm on this level right here to be true with myself and keep my prayers open and be vulnerable to positivity and be vulnerable to positive, positive change. Also to pray to God to uh, prepare me for these things that I'm asking for, because we as people will ask for something sometimes mm-hmm. and will not yep. be fucking prepared for it. And we will ruin that shit. Amen. You know what Amen. I'm saying? A lot of them people who are successful and high, they're mentally and emotionally fucked up. And they're ruining. Yeah. It, it, it looked like it looked good to you because, as 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 the words of Drake, she looked like a star, but only on camera. They might be in love, but only on camera. They look like stars, but only on camera. Behind the scenes, yeah. they are broken people, just like the rest of us. Me and you walk around here who can't put gas yeah. in our car. The only thing is, they're work. They're slaving for somebody, and they still can't afford to put gas in our car. In their car, they put us, but they having millions of dollars, and they still can't afford it. You understand what I'm saying? So it's just like, don't let the money and like the fame and all that, you know, confuse you and and, and, and all that stuff. And then like canceling their culture, no bitch, cancel these niggas out. Like back in the slave days, if you did some fucked up shit, everybody whoop your ass and you go back, you, you, you off on the other side of the field picking con by your goddamn self. We ain't fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, we done lost that. We take a village to raise a child, take a village the support system because we have been infiltrated. Period. That is what it is. And brainwashed. And brainwashed. But I hate it because when I hear things and this kind of gets me heated, is that um, they say, "Oh, they're doing this to our community, doing this to our community." I said, "They got you believing that you are that you are so dumb that anybody can say anything to you that ruin your culture mm-hmm. or ruin who you are." Mm-hmm. Why do I need to do that narrative when you when you when you say that? Like, oh yeah, but they had drugs in the in in the neighborhood. So so wait, was there a gun to your head to take it? Help me understand. If you already know they're doing that, then why would you go towards it? If you know the fire is hot, you won't keep you won't keep walking towards it to let it burn you. That I mean, part, really? some people will. They got to get burnt first. The they idiots they like still won't believe this fire. Idiots, they idiots uh, like that. They're just idiots like that. So we have got to do better. Like I said, and, and, and I've been getting on my generation, like I say, but people don't want to hear that truth. People do not want to hear. They don't. They, they really don't want to hear because it exposes their ugly. We all have the ugly. That, do you think any of that is true? Any of what? Do you think any of that is true? Yeah, I was trying to scroll up to see if what I missed, what she was talking about. But um, we call that black. Yeah, we do I, live in a cancel cultural society, like he said, like Christy said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Call that black. I pray for you, sweetie. And um, I love you know I've always liked your music because you was always so blunt and forefront, and of course you were Haitian, and 
I hope to one day, I am, I ain't gonna hope it's gonna happen one day to find out my background, my roots of that, because a lot of my Haitian family died off before I can get to know who they were. And my grandma was Haitian, my mom mom was Haitian. So I would love to like go and see what type of money or what kind of foundation I can start over there to help them because they're unincorporated. They don't really get like real resources. It's real slum over there. So um I'm you know, you you my you you Haitian like me, so I'm I'm rocking with you, but you got to calm down some. You know what I mean? You got to calm down some. You gotta calm down some and you're gonna be okay. Everything gonna work just fine for you, Kodak. We gonna hit the gavel on Kodak. Um, I don't know. Now, on to Lil Boosie's badass. Yes, I was just reading that. Wow. Okay, so Lil Boosie was doing so good. He had this, the kidney council, got it cut out. He came out. He was doing key good. He was loving his family. And then, boom, he got a little bit too motherfucking comfortable. Boosie was arrested with former NFL player on drug and gun charges. This is blogged by it's at Miss Jenny B. On Monday, rapper Boosie was arrested in Georgia on drug and gun charges after the traffic stop. These motherfuckers love to come to my, my state and my city, but be complaining. Oh. According to reports, the incident occurred on Monday afternoon after an officer witnessed a white dog charger weaving in and out of lanes. Official approach to, uh, officials... No, as officials approached the vehicle, police said Boosie was in the driver's seat and the entire car reeked of marijuana. Upon a search and seizure, officials found a bag of weed, a vape pen, a bag of money, a loaded handgun under the passenger seat, which were previously occupied by NFL player Antonio Allen. Did he play for the Steelers? Yeah, did he play for, um, no, I thought he played for um, the Falcons. Mm. Did it? I'm going to have to look that up. As a result, the two were arrested and charged for narcotics possessions, weapon possessions, and doing the commission of crime, or doing commission of a crime and marijuana possession. Meanwhile, Boosie was also charged for his failure to maintain a lane, which can, which came as a result of the initial traffic stop. According to WA... Ooh. Oh, shit. Damn, that shit scared the fuck out of me. I got to turn this goddamn speaker down. Shit. <laughs> Ooh, that shit scared me. Okay. According to WAFB, both Boosie and Allen are currently being held in the Coweta County. Coweta County? Oh, Jesus, why are you down there fucking around? In Coweta County Jail, as no bun has been set at this time. However, he's due back in court in December. Why are you down there fucking around in Coweta County? Oh, my God. That is, like, the worst. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I thought I knew Antonio. Antonio was at uh, University of South Carolina. That's where I know that name from. I thought he played for the Pittsburgh Slitters. Oh, Steelers. wow. He, he was drafted to the Jets. I Remember thought he was, um, I thought he was, oh, he was, I thought he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Okay, so guess what, y'all? Energy guy just texted me. He said, I'm going to miss this 8 a.m. slide. I be having so much fun early in the morning. I'm going to miss this 8 a.m. slide. Oh, my God. But he said he coming back. He said he'll be back real soon. I don't know how long. I don't know what real soon means. They could be tomorrow. They could be whenever. But anyway. Um, yeah, we still going to be doing. We're going to still be doing the docket. It's going to be at 10 a.m. Shit. 
Oh well. But um <laughs> but yes, little booster, you gotta get that shit together, bro. You have too much money and too much things at stake and too much good shit going for you. You got little you had you got young blue as your artist on with the label and all this stuff. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like you getting a little bit too comfortable and yeah. you just let yourself loose and you hang around probably the wrong person that you shouldn't be hanging yeah, around. It's been the people in your camps. I just don't understand what the problem is. You know, but I know what the problem is. These record labels, they just don't give a darn. They, they really don't. don't. Now, they don't take care of the artists. <laughs> they really don't. They really don't give a fuck about the artists as long as they make their money off the artists. Now, I'm going to hit the docket on Boosie. Boosie, I pray that you get out and you do well. You be great. You have overcome so much. I've watched you grow from mixtape Boosie to where you are now. I've been rooting for you. Um, and I love your music. I love you, how you take care of your kids. You know what I'm saying? I love how you get like that. You got, you know what I'm saying? You was one of the, you and Shiloh was one of the ones I only knew to get their baby moms together like that and just come on one accord. So, shout out to uh, Lil Boosie. We're going to hit the docket on him. I don't got nothing bad to say about him. All right, moving on. Before we get into goddamn. <laughs> I wipe, wipe me down. I'm on fucking time. B O O S I E D A D A Z Z. That's me. Wipe me down. Hey, time. I know the whole verse. Anyway, uh, moving on. Before we go on, I want, I want to play this clip for y'all, and I want to know: Is getting work done on your body a thing for female artists when they sign to a label? Like I was telling y'all, Asian Doll is one of Gucci Mane's artists. And she was saying like how she, when she got, you know, her getting her breast done was an agreement that she made when she got her deal to get her breast done. Because I guess she would be kind of like the first lady of his, uh, I guess she would be like the first lady of his record label because Nicki Minaj was supposed to be with him, but she decided to go with Young Money. And I think she made a very, very, very good choice. I think she made a very valuable choice because she wouldn't be as far. I, I'm just being honest. I love Gucci. I ain't taking that from Gucci Mane to Flower because I've been working with him for a while. But I just think at the time, his mindset wasn't mindset wasn't there like it is now. So, they was aggy as fuck. Got to get the Amber Rose Pokemon motto body. Okay, I guess so. So, I'm going to play this clip. We're going to play. Hold on. Done when I first signed, that was the agreement. That was the plan. So this is what I said. I said no. I don't want. The, I don't want my breast done. I had the money. They had the money. They put that shit right in my hand. Go get your titties done. Me, me being me, I said no. Even though, like when I grew up, like I always said, I want to get my breast done. That just like I don't even fuck who you is. When I got my breast done. So now she's trying to retract her statement. I never in my life ever said nothing about it was in my contract to get my breast done. Why would I say that? Why would y'all go take my live and why would y'all edit my shit to where it look like I said that? I never said that. Like, why would I say that? That's a whole lie. Why would I say in my contract? Google said I had to get my breast done and stop lying. No, that sounds sick. That sounds dumb. But look, y'all, stop lying and stop um. Just bitch, you sound dumb. You sound dumb. Me the docket on this bitch. You sound dumb as a motherfucker. You sound dumb as hell. Hit the docket one more time. 
You sound dumb as motherfucking hell. What the fuck are you saying? You just said it was in my agreement. Agreement contract signed it, bitch. You got a whole goddamn hand. I'm pretty sure you got an iPhone XR. You can say, hey, Siri. Siri, don't come on just yet because I ain't ready for you. Could you tell me what such and such means? And it's going to pull up agreement contract. Same damn thing. I don't think agreement is verbal. Contract is signed. Okay. You said that. You said what you said. Sis, is what y'all be saying? You say what you say, sis. Girl, I got these nails. It's like, look, I did my nails this morning, but I'm clacking this morning. You say what you say, sis. Lady committee, y'all need to go check out my um Ruby Jew underscore eight eight post this morning, baby. I done got up and straightened one side of my damn wig. I couldn't get the other because I wanted to be on time for the shop. But I got one side flat iron, and I got my ear, I got my hoop earring, I got these nails on, these lashes, sun, got this popping ass lipstick. Yes, I'm looking real good this morning. That classic, come on, sis, classic Atlanta clap, baby, come on, sis, come through. But no, for real though, these artists have to be careful because they get what they do is they get this money, they get a little free, they start feeling themselves, they just go to blabbing on and talking. See, these artists have to learn how to control with their sex because people are always, the world is always on attack mode. But anything that anybody yeah. is doing are positive, they always on attack mode. So you have to understand, like, uh, anything you say or do, it's gonna, it's gonna come back to you. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna do that. Like you gotta, you got to know how to silence yourself. Or when is that? Let's watch. When is it ready for this fantastic barbecue? What barbecue? You talking about her hair? Tell me how you look. <laughs> oh, you funny. I'm ready for every barbecue, barbecue, as long as you don't burn the ribs. But anyway, um, <laughs> yes, I do you know these female art. These artists have to learn how to keep their motherfucking mouth closed. And then you trying to revert, which you, you look like what you look like what happened is somebody gave your ass a phone call and told you to go back on there and revert and say they wasn't in the country because yeah. you don't leak this sense of shit that's in the country because you looking dumb as fuck in the video. You can't even focus on the camera. <laughs> Nixie was ready for a play or some from some vocals. Okay, I'm gonna show y'all some vocals there because my artist of the day did not come through. So we will probably get some vocals done today. Mm. Sip on that. All right, so we're gonna hit the docket on her ass. Next up on the list, it's Miss Money. Next up on the list, allegedly, Miss Money said herself. <laughs> on the list, allegedly. Miss Money said herself. Now, Cardi B, don't send your goon behind me because, bitch, I ain't got no money. You ain't gonna get me but some goddamn. Uh, some goddamn size eight draws, some a couple of wigs, and some fake ass nail art and shit I got in my room, and in this in this lovely but raggedy but lovely paradise of an apartment that I have. That's all you gonna get, bitch. Oh, she'll run up. I, you know, baby, she can go ahead and hit me. That'll be a real good loss. But if I let you goddamn hit me, baby, aggravate, assault me, bitch. I need, I need me to come up quick, please. Hey, you talking about, baby, you can swing at me, throw a shoe, hit, girl, hit me in my face. Don't hit me in my face. Just hit me anywhere but my face. But anyway, I need some milk quick on my girl. Swing. i probably even let that bitch spit on me. That's aggravated salt too, bitch, to the third degree. One you time. You got salt ready. You got your seasoned salt, so you just... That's it. Throw that salt in her. <laughs> he said, hell, she hit herself in the face. Right. Throw her seasoned salt. Right. I'm going to season that, bitch. Let me sprinkle her. She need me. See, let me sprinkle that, bitch. She a little... <laughs> She unflavored and unseasoned. She needs some seasoning on her ass. Let's sprinkle this bitch. Okay, so what we finna do is we finna get into what Zayga Banks said to her. I read this on Savage Page and I had to share it. Guess what? Excuse me. I don't see what sis told lies at. I don't see what she told lies at. So I'm finna get into this to this this uh this um 
Oh God, I didn't Azalea Banks, stay ready. Sorry. Azalea Banks went in, but everybody, like, oh, she ugly, she just not like, but there's a fact there, she be staying fat, unlike Jason Lee ass. I think that for the last couple times I've heard her talk, it's been facts. But then DC on fly, John her ass out, she cried and shit. And I and I finally yeah. seen his ass at the lounge over here. I was performing and I was like, bro, that shit was funny as hell. But he was like, Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I was like, Yeah, 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 you know, you know what's up, you know what you did. And so we just had a laugh about that shit and kept it pushing. So let's see. Um. Okay, I'm trying to go back and see what this screenshot that I had. I can't even. Let me see if I can find this screenshot. Y'all, I be having my receipts together, but when I go when I go to bed, I close everything out. Let's see. Okay, here we go. So the first receipt it says Isaiah Bank. She says. You know what you did, such a classic line. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. She says, Belcalise, sis, give it up. You have a fever and are leaking breast milk everywhere. Trying to come up with a refutable comeback. Sis spent 12 hours proofreading the message while still completely missing the point. You and whoever wrote this reply for you don't have the intelligence to eat, to engage in this not-so-complex discussion. I spoke about it for two minutes in an interview, and you responded by calling me unattractive, mentioning my bleaching my skin, and telling me to suck your ass, immediately proving yourself to be exactly who I thought you were, a bird, sis. Let us not forget that. Hold on. Let's do, let me go back to this. Okay. Let us not forget that. You look like a big toe with a hammer nail without all of the contour on your face. You are very mediocre looking light skinned woman with the cold sore scars on the side of her mouth and a coated tongue. You love to wag around and horribly deep set eyes. For your information, I bleached my skin due to severe breakout I had from Depo-Provera shot. Some dark-skinned women have problems with their hyperpigmentation, and it can take years for our scars to fade. Once again, you missed the point. The color of my skin has absolutely nothing to do with this greater discussion surrounding black women's culture and our representation in the media. For what I know... You have always identified as a Latina. You all you only recently began to identify as a black woman once you became a part of hip hop and felt pressured to represent the women you so often call burnt bald headed roaches. Even so, it's clear that you are having a roach. You are having hold on, I'm sorry. You are having a problem with this newfound proximate proximity to blackness as evidenced by your propensity to turn any and all hold on y'all I'm sorry I, my, I got to put my reading glasses on any and all attempts to engage in you in these important cultural discussions into fox into fox sympathetic cry baby rants about how you're just a dumb bitch from the hood who asked to be a role who who never asked to be a role model reverse psychology will not work here as a black woman in the hip-hop it is imperative that you use your newfound black womanhood responsibly saying things to rolling stone like i don't use condoms when hiv remains a threat to many minority girls 
who patronize your music is irresponsible. I suggest you leave these type of cultural conversations alone for now. You don't have the range. And the crowd goes motherfucking wild. And the crowd goes goddamn wild. Yeah. And the gavel must be hit. Okay. Baby, she ain't stating there, but facts. Do you hear me? Let's read these comments. Kind of a waste, though. Yes, Cardi would never take that in. Banks talk that shit out the side of her neck. Baby, out the crack of that bitch ass. She be talking shit all over. Her team won't let her Cardi ass need to stick to taking pics only. Right. Trying People don't like Banks because of her mouth, especially white people. Right. Read her ass. Zoom facts, period. Newfound. She. Sis read that ass like a goddamn tampon box. You hear me? She read that bitch like you finna put that burrito up that shit for entertainment purposes. Yeah, she always need guidance. Yeah, she do. She was the fucking face of the woman's march. Yeah, speak to the crowd, baby. Clap them nails. Clap them nails. <laughs> Y'all, I am over here feeling like a glam zor. Do you hear me? I got this wig spanking under this lipstick popping. This tea is still warm, baby. So, you know, <laughs> I'm feeling real like, lovely right now. Okay, so Azalea read the fuck out of her. I ain't got nothing to say about that. Hit the docket. She said, she said it all. You she, don't have anything left. She said it all, baby. That she was a wrap. Miss, Miss, Miss Monastat herself. Okay. Anyway, uh, yes. That's how Tony Lawrence shit started. Google it. Okay, cool. I will. Uh, all right, because I'm saving the best for last, and I think I want you to tear into his ass. But before we get into Al, before we get into Al Sharpton's slick head ass, baby, the news ripped that nigga alive in a professional way with his slick back hair ass. Baby, the sun is coming out because the truth must be revealed. Okay, um, let me get into Tommy Lee now. For those of you who don't know Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee is a um is um Tommy Lee is uh uh from Love and Hip Hop. She has multiple, 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 multiple charges against her. Baby, she has including aggravated assault, child cruelty, battery, aggravated stalking, disrupted in public schools, and many more. Okay? That bitch is facing 54 years. Let me read you the article. Let me pull up these facts. Okay? Because, baby, I want to goddamn get the facts together. I don't want to bring you nothing fake. Baby, don't nobody bring me no bad or fake news. Okay? Not on the Ruby Jew radio. And I thank Energy God for this slot because he helped me get my show together. Appreciate that, bro. I'm going to be rooting for you when you come back, baby, because you really helped me get my doc. I already know. You know, because I didn't really know how my show was going to run. And I was just trying out different things. But, baby, I got a great... I, I can mix the funny in with the serious topic and still be a winner. You feel me? Okay. So, let's go to my archive. Because I saved this article on Miss Tummy Ass. Yes, ma'am. Fat boy probably somewhere sleeping, goddamn snoring, because he was up late last night kicking the shits. Yep. <laughs> He he'll probably, come in yelling in a little bit. Huh? He'll come back. He'll come in yelling in a little bit. Yeah, he will. He will. Okay, so Tommy Lee requests requests to enroll in mental health program amid child abuse case. Blocked by at Miss Jenny B. 
After several recent arrests and relapse, Tommy Lee is asking a judge to allow her to seek professional help, but instead of, instead of rehabilitation for her alcoholism, TMZ reports the reality star is looking to get treatment for her serious mental illness. Excuse me. In Doc's link to Lee's child abuse case, the attorneys enter a new request claiming Lee was diagnosed around the time she was charged with the abuse incident. Although the documents fail to reveal the specific diagnosis, Lee claims to be bipolar in a 2016 episode of Rack Rants. Now, according to the publication, Lee says she's ready and willing to do whatever it takes to enter into a new mental health program, even if it means staying sober and submitting random drug tests. However, Lee's request is just the first step in a month-long application process. Now, let me get this straight. You beat your dog. First of all, you act hoish. Oh, first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all. I know I got to put my hoe up. Whole, my whole has to go up. My whole days has to go up in a way. It was cool when baby was one or two and before she was born, but baby, she three, four, five, she three now, and she turning four, and she gonna know that mama, you know, she gonna, she recognize the whole shit. You feel me? That's number one. Number two, yes, baby P. Number two, number motherfucking two, you are on TV acting a whole motherfucking fool and you have two daughters on TV acting a whole ass. Okay, then allegedly, I think, I don't know if she beat up the daughter, she fought her daughter, something she did to her child, I think she beat her up real bad or something like that. Then you beat her up, but you on TV drinking, having threesomes, fucking, having the time of your life, spending money, doing all that, but you want to play mental health, bitch, where was all that when you was on Love and Hip Hop? Because if you really, I have people in my family that are seriously mental health, and they are not able to really function that great throughout the day without medication. So, where the fuck was all of that when you was on the show? Well, I know that not all, but sometimes, uh, depending on her level of severity, if that's true, a lot of mental people have a lot of high sex drive. High mm -hmm. sex drive. And they just be on this destructive path. So you add that to whatever compounded, whatever has happened to her in her life or whatnot, you pretty much get somebody that's out of control. I mean, nope. it's, it's just, um, she, she has nobody around her that can help her, obviously. Good evening to I'm Christine Johnson. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. And, it, and she has nobody there to help her. So she's just, she's pretty much a train wreck. Now, this 54-year stuff, I think, is excessive. You know, yeah. that that's a bit excessive. And I'm hoping that whoever represents her will, you know, They'll jump on that, but this chick is crazy. I don't know how to, she has issues. She has real issues. Yeah, she do. She has real motherfucking issues. And I'm going to talk about some tomorrow. Okay, I'm going to say that shit right now. She's getting 50. They're trying to get her 54 years, but yeah, you have a white woman that has allegedly con uh, uh, pled guilty or, said, or confessed that she's been sleeping with the boys at the school and she ain't getting no jail yes. time. Right. But you're trying Don't to get, get this girl 54 years. Right. Don't get me started on that. A Don't whole 54 years. Cricket letter eye, man. Well, Tommy, I pray that you get... I already knew she was, like, kind of crazy, kind of off, because you can tell, like, something wasn't right. Her mom ain't right. She would spaz out sometimes, and then she'll come back. You'd be like, what the fuck going on? You would think it was alcohol, but alcohol, anytime somebody has a mental... We all, I feel like we all have mental health issues. It's just some people know how to handle it, and some people don't. 
Yes, this yep. this white lady uh played confessed to having sex with the boys at the school and they didn't give her no jail time. We're gonna bring you that story tomorrow. We're gonna do that story tomorrow. <laughs> I had some other people I want I wanted to put this other stuff on the docket too about these immigration uh how these folk how the, how they done loaded up a bus full of goddamn immigrants and shit. They ass the fuck off like some goddamn potty meat. <laughs> Baby, better get your green card if you ain't got it. Because I ain't playing. Trump ain't playing with that ass, baby. But anyway, um, we're going to get right into Mr. L. Motherfucking goddamn slick back, slick perm, 1970 pimp eating cheese ass today. We're going to cut in the app shopping, okay? Now, I'm going to warn you, the newscasters are politely roasting his ass, okay? So, Al Sharpton... Uh, hold on, we didn't hit the gavel. We didn't hit the gavel. Hold on, because I was so excited to get into this. Tommy, I pray that you get the help you need, girl. You are a beautiful young lady. You have a beautiful body, beautiful shape. And I pray that you get the help that you need. I pray you don't get those four years. When I say pray, I'm already speaking. I'm already praying for you in my mental. And I'm already speaking into existence. You're going to get the help you need. You're going to be just fine. Ain't that warm? drink a little wine every now and then. But if you're going to get out of hand with it, you need to put the glass down, put the cup down. Put the wine, when she come around, baby, hide the wine glasses and the bottle openers and the goddamn wine. We don't need her getting into any other shit. And the pills, too. Okay? Bitch, she got, look, I don't even want to get into that. But anyway, we'll hit the gab on her ass. Hold on, y'all didn't hit the gab. I got to turn it up. All right. Now, next on the motherfucking docket, we have Mr. Al motherfucking slick back. Motherfucking, oh, I eat cheese, but I don't eat cheese. Shopped it. Get the docket on his ass. Now, I want you to listen to this guy slick back. That's how I got nigga slick back. He had got them slicker than baby oil. Now, I want you to listen to this goddamn clip. These news reporters is called his ass. Let me tell you something. I'm going to let you just listen to it. Let me tell you. Let me, it's a two, two minute, 30. It's a two minute and 54 second clip. Let's get into it. And welcome, everyone. I'm Maurice Dubois. Those stories are straight ahead. But first, after all these years, the Reverend Al Sharpton admits he was an FBI informant. Yes, he says that he was the cat that got the rats. But others say that Sharpton's secret life was not by choice. CBS2 political reporter Marsha Kramer has the story. Michelle Obama probably never knew that one of the guests at her recent White House 50th birthday party was an FBI mafia informant who helped bring down members of the Genovese crime family. Reverend Al Sharpton, now a confidant of both the First Lady and the President and of Mayor Bill de Blasio, has his own unique take on his days as the government's confidential informant number seven. In my own mind, I was not an informant. I was cooperating with investigations. The revelations threaten to embarrass Sharpton as he kicks off his National Action Network convention this week with de Blasio and President Obama the headliners. But de Blasio, who calls Sharpton family, is sticking by his buddy. Doesn't change the relationship one bit. I'm very proud to be his friend. Um, I think he has done a lot of good for the city of New York and for this country. I have the exact same positive view of him I had before. Sharpton has been dogged for years by reports that he was an FBI informant, helping the government go after boxing promoter Don King and music executives. Now we learn he also went after mobsters, including the legendary Vincent the Chin Giganti, the so-called odd father who paraded around in his bathrobe and pajamas. Though he has ducked and dodged questions about whether he wore a wire for the feds, that wasn't possible today since a batch of government documents were made public. The conversations were recorded. 
And there's also the issue of how he became an informant. Some say he was pressured into it after he was caught in a drug sting. This HBO undercover sting video that aired in 2002 shows Sharpton with a cowboy hat pulled down over his bouffant hairdo. Sharpton appears to nod when an agent offers him a cut from future drug sales. But now Sharpton claims he went to the feds for protection from threats from mob-connected music executives and was asked to rat out the bad guys. They were threatening to kill me. And while the feds say his information helped bring down guys like Giganti, Sharpton says he didn't know how his information was being used. I have never met any of these guys. The guy with the pajamas, I don't walk around with guys that walk outside pajamas. I, I never met these guys. Well, Sharpton says he's not embarrassed by anything that he did. What he is embarrassed about, he says, is how, quote, fat he used to be now that he has reinvented himself as a skinny guy. By the way, sources say the mayor will cut the ribbon tomorrow at the start of Sharpton's three-day National Action Network convention. Christina Maurice. Well, he does definitely look different. He does. Yes, so Marcia, thank you. Good evening to you. Baby, they were throwing shade at his ass in that goddamn motherfucker. <laughs> they kind of nigga had to a bouffant. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Cowboy hat over his bouffant. That shit funny. So, what do you got? What's your take on this uh, jingle love? About him oh, eating cheese. He's been lying this whole damn time. He might be the one that said my little king ass, but we never know. Allegedly. This is, this is not surprising. You have a lot of these black leaders who are out in front who are really informants. I, 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 I'm hoping it wasn't him, but I'm not completely shocked. Because a lot of them do dirty stuff like that and then come out here and try to, you know, run, you know, to be here for the community in the optics, but really they only try to cover their own butts. This is why I don't run in those big circles like that to this day. Because people who we look up to in the community, they are fake. These corporate people, they are fake. I'm telling you, it's just a bunch of fakeness. That's why I don't get caught up. When I go to these events and stuff, I see people, I say, hey, and they talk to you. They're trying to feel you out. I feel the ugly spirit, and I just I just keep it moving because these people, I'm serious. These people are not your folk. It's not all racial. It's definitely socioeconomics, and there's, a, and there's an exclusive club that you don't want to be a part of. Trust me. Trust. I can't believe they all do this shit. And you know what? Um, back in Illinois, I had seen this... Um, this guy, he had, like, did a video, and he was in, I think he was in Chicago, Illinois, or Springfield, Illinois, and where the politicians were meeting up with yep. um, the pastors. And yep. he went in there, and they tried to attack his ass. Them pastors was mad as hell. They tried to yep. attack him. They tried to attack him because he found out that he pulled a whole car. He found out that... They had been goddamn plotting the whole fucking time. That's why you got to be careful with these politicians. Like, yep. I feel like, I don't know, even with the Democrats, you got to be on the, on the lenient side yep. with them too because you don't never yes. know what the hell could be going on. And I really don't get into politics on my show. I really don't. I, when I told three things I don't talk about, politics, religion, and sports. And somehow, every most of the conversations I leave at to always involve those topics because those are the three main things that run the world right now, politics, religion, and sports. Like, people yep. spend their hard-earned money on that type of shit. People will go, will die for that type of stuff. And there's so many emotions be flaring and stuff, and I just don't like to get into those topics. But, I'm going to say this, I'm not a politician. Al Sharpton, you should have been honest, because 
Uh, baby, you should have known that somebody gonna, you eating cheese and somebody gonna eat cheese on your ass and tail. You know what I'm saying? Nobody owes you any loyalty. We, every time we get a pop, every time, every fucking time we get somebody out we think we can trust, we think gonna, it's death for us, turn out to be a fucking fake phony snake. And it make us hard for us to trust our own fucking people. And that shit is just extremely, extremely, extremely sad. We can't afford to shy away from it anymore. The motherfuckers who love politicians elected their favorite president. Yes. So now the president is turning on day eight. I don't want to talk. CIA, don't y'all come get me, bitch. I ain't. Listen, I'm just doing the same thing the newscasters are doing. Um, But now that, you know, I need to stop saying that shit because I be saying this shit all the time. And just maybe my. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm going to drop down for a sec. I got somebody calling me. Okay, okay. Thank you for coming up. Thank you for coming up. Thank you for coming up. Thank you so much for coming up, Jenna yeah. Love. I appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, he here. He here. I'm going to bring you up in a minute, second, fat boy. But we just got to be careful with the politicians. I'm going to stop saying CIA don't come get me because I don't want to say it just to be my luck. I'm going to knock on wood. Don't want that shit to be my luck. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, we just got to be careful. Rub the ass, shop them, just start telling the truth. I always, I always say, I always tell the truth, even when no one is listening because somebody hear your ass, which means you be talking, you don't think about listening to your ass, somebody really hear you, and then they're going to go back right well, then remember what you had said, well, let me play that shit back for you. And then boom, there you go, you caught up in a lie and a bunch of old other bullshit. All right, so we're going to hit the docket on Al Sharpton. We are right on motherfucking time this morning. I appreciate you guys. Hit the docket. Hold on, I don't think y'all heard the gavel this morning. Let me turn it up. All right, we are right on time this morning. And put, we don't got to be careful. We just got to be informed and put out the good info. Yeah, but still tread lightly, my friend, when it comes to politicians. That's true, too. But, I mean, I don't even, I'm not, I don't even want to get into that. I'm going to leave that alone. We're going to go, we gonna go on ahead and move on. We do have to put out good information, but I always say tread lightly, my friend. Tread lightly. Okay, remove him. We already talked about him. So, this I don't know if you guys seen my post on my Ruby Jew Radio IG this morning. I put up a quote um, about, you know, when you feel like quit, remember why you started. And one of my favorite poems I want to get into right now is called Don't Quit. I want to play, excuse me, a little jazz music in the background. And uh, we're going to start having, so this is how the show is going to start going, guys. Because Energy God is coming back, so I won't be on ADM anymore. This is just temporary until he came back but in the morning we have the docket once we finish our docket we have positive affirmations then we're gonna hard we're gonna have we're gonna start having ruby jew lessons and then we're gonna have story time and then artists of the day and then closing so that's how the show is gonna start going um with story time it'll be a subject not to the story behind that subject and then i let people come in and just elaborate on that so right now we about to do positive affirmations. I have a poem, one of my favorite poems. I think I don't know who wrote this poem. I'm not if it's Edgar. I don't know. I'm sure I'm not sure if it's Edgar Allan Poe, but I have to look that up who wrote this poem. But this is one of my favorite freaking poems. It's called "Don't Quit." And while I read that poem, I want to play some like some little calming jazz music in the background. You know, just to get your the vibe going. We are gonna do that. I always have to have. You know, what I'm saying some positive. You know what I mean? Shit going on when I'm doing this type of stuff. You know what I mean? I want to always encourage people. I'm always 
want people to do what they need to do and be great at what they do because if you win, I win. And once I win, you win, then we all can win. And that's how I think about things because you may have something I need and I may have something you need and we can work together and become great together. But anyway, let's get into this positive affirmation poem and it's called Don't Quit. I'm going to play some jazz music behind this. I don't know. Can y'all hear this? Let me know. If, hit, the, hit the lips if you can hear it. Okay, cool. All right. Hold on. What did I do with the poem? I lost the poem. Come on up, goddammit. Oh, there you go. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. So it says, don't quit. That's not it. That's not it. That's not the jazz music I'm looking for. That's too upbeat. That's too upbeat. That's too upbeat. I'm sorry, y'all. That's too upbeat. I need something more chill. Yeah, this is it. This is it right here. Okay. It says, don't quit. When the thing, when things go wrong as they sometimes will, when the road you're treading seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high, and you want to smile but you have to sigh, when you, when care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't you quit. Life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us sometimes learns, and many. And many a failure turns out, uh, I'm sorry, and many a failure turns about when he might have won had he stuck it out. Don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Often the goal is near then. It seems to faint and flattering man. Often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victory's cup. And he learned too late when the night slipped down how close he was to the golden crown. Success, success is failure turned inside out, the silver tint of clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems so far. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem the worst when you must not quit. Y'all got to understand, like, you know, I always have, I've never been a quitter. If I quit something, it's because I wasn't comfortable with it or I didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the reasons why I quit something. But just want to, just want to touch on this a little bit. Um, I know I see a lot of people, you know, they starting their stations, they're starting their music thing, they're doing their, you know, designer thing or whatever they may do, they, they may be doing. And they see the next person has this many followers or this money coming in or this one's coming in. I want to tell you that their process is not your process and your process is not their process. And I appreciate I say this all the time because people must understand your journey is your journey. And the way they got there may not be the way you get there. You never envy 
how somebody did things because you never know how they got those things. You don't even never know if you are capable or even strong enough to endure the things they had to go through to get that. You never even what somebody has because guess what? It is always better. It's always a step above. So I'm, I'm speaking to anybody who is out here starting anything, anything new, and you feel like it's slow and it's not picking up. People ain't fucking with you. You, If you build it, it will come. If you don't put no grind behind anything you do, it will not come. You think I have people coming in here listening to me because I'm Ruby Jew? No. I actually went out and built my brand, my radio brand, my whatever. It, it may be small and minute to you, but it means a lot to me because I went through some blood and sweat and tears to even get to this point. I never thought I would get to this point where I'm at right now. I never imagined myself doing the things I'm doing right now. Like I told y'all yesterday when I dropped that EP, I wasn't really... Thinking that when I dropped my first EP, when I did Crush Thing, I wasn't thinking that shit was going to do anything. I thought a couple people were going to feel it. We were going to vibe out to it and that was going to be it. That shit has became, that sh- that song is now on 260-something stations right here on Station Head. So that means every time you're not in your station, my song is rolling in rotation. That's a blessing. That's because guess what? I didn't quit. Do you think Jay-Z quit when the role got tough for him? No, he didn't. You want to be this, this big star? You want to be this multi-million? Whatever you want to be in life, you must not quit. You must not, you must not find fault in what you're doing because you are your own worst critic every time. And I always tell y'all since the uh, last week, a couple days ago or last week, be the energy that you want to attract. Life is too short to have fun, fun some of the time, but also be serious in what you do. Yeah. I have fun with this radio shit, but I'm very serious about these. That's why I have an order of the show order. When I bring people up, people may get offended. Maybe people get, may get mad. People may leave, but guess what? I'm setting the tone for myself in the future. I'm putting myself in a position and prepping myself for the, for the positions that I'm going to have in the future. And that's the same thing that your journey is doing. If you're out there hard working, I was an Uber driver. I was a Lyft driver. I was a delivery driver. I was doing shit I wasn't supposed to be doing. Selling drugs, selling puts. I was doing all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? That people do when they feel like they have to go through the struggle. But guess what? Your blood, sweat, and tears are not for no reason. When things... Get up here as they sometimes will when the debts are high and the funds are low. Still smile. You must not quit. You got if you if you don't do nothing else today or for the rest of the week, keep that poem in your head. If you got to go online, screenshot it, and read that shit every day, keep that poem because a lot of us quit and we don't put we we persistent but we're not consistent. And it's a difference between being persistent and consistency. Persistency will get you the shit you want. But being consistent will keep that and get you some and some. Understand what I'm saying? So I just wanted to preach on that and let y'all know, like, just keep building. Keep whatever process is working for you. Continue to do that shit. Whatever. I'm drug dealing Uber driver, allegedly. Allegedly. Hey, chat with Bree. I'm definitely speaking to you, chat with Bree, because I, I felt your energy last night. I know you felt like a little sad or like it wasn't nobody in your station talking to you or there with you. And I, I, like I told you last night, I always try to make my rounds. Even pe- people been, I've been on this app like three or four months. People who know me on the app know I always try to make my rounds if I can make it in, if I'm not doing something to show some love, to come up, talk, give you some inspiration because everybody needs that push. But I'm here to tell you, <clears throat> excuse me, don't quit. Just keep going. Found a better route. Okay. If you getting on your station and not talking and you talking to yourself is not working for you. Okay. Find you something and find another route. They're going to bring traffic to your station. Okay. If you talking to your friends and they not fucking with you, find another route. It's Instagram ads. You can get cards made for cheap. If you're really serious about doing something, you're going to put the work up into it. 
You got to put the work into it. So don't worry about the grind. The grind going to pay off. Just be consistent and stay cons be persistent and stay consistent. Excuse me. And you will get there. So that's what I wanted to tell y'all. That's my um preaching today. Y'all make sure y'all go check out Bree if y'all can. I have actually, I have classwork to do. I got other stuff to do. So I won't, I'll be trying to be in and out, but I must be focused on this classwork if I want to certify and uh, start working for this cruise line so I can start getting my discount on my cruises and y'all can start rolling with me. So I got to be focused. Like I'm turning my phone off. You know what I mean? I got stuff I have to do today. And plus I have a daughter. So I have a, I, you know, I try to fit things in my schedule, but if I can make it to your show, I can make it to your show. And I come in and talk. Anybody can attest for that. Um, every time Joe, the show is at 1130 AM. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So that means when we leave here, we head over there. Okay, cool. So I just wanted to, um, give that to y'all. That's one of Ruby Jew's lessons. We going to do some goddamn, let's see if we can find, uh poetry claps because that was like some poetry shit see if we can find the poetry claps noise baby i don't see how y'all bitches work with these nails shit i can't do it i cannot do it sound effects let's see what we can find a poetry applause okay we're gonna do give myself a poetry applause for that listen I know you did. Girl, that sound like some popcorn popping. Now nah, we're gonna keep it with the we're gonna keep it with the uh crowd cheering. We're not gonna do that. That's too much. Okay. She said, you dipped yesterday, and I said, hey, that was rude, LOL. Yeah, I dipped yesterday because I wanted to catch somebody some other people's shows. And I told you that. I said, I'm going to stay. I came up there. I stayed in the due time that I needed to stay, said what I had to say. I told you I was going, finished cooking my chicken, and I'm going to have other people's shows. You said, you was like, could you stay? I'm like, no, nah, I told you what I'm going to do. So... I did what I said I was going to do. I was a woman of my word. I stayed, said what I had to say, talked to you for a second. We did chime being on the bullying, and then that was it. That was that was, uh, that was was it. I did what I needed to do and left. That's what you have to do sometimes. You got to do what you need to do and leave. That's how life go. Oh. Oh, I thought you were talking here. I was like, oh, I told you what I was going to do. But anyway, um... So, that was one of Ruby lessons. We That's going to be incorporated into the show... I'm about to get ready to bring some people up because we about to talk about uh, this story time now, y'all. Let's hit the gavel. It is story time. It is story time. I don't know if y'all can hear that. Can y'all hear that gavel this morning? It's story time. Okay. I'm here there today for sure. Oh, yeah, I did. Hmm, sure, LOL. Oh, yeah, y'all going back for the comments. All right, so story time. The story time basis is fuck me, feed me, or finance me. Okay, so I feel I was asking the question: Do guys? Okay, why do guys feel like, or why do people feel like, because they buy you food or take you out, they gotta fuck you? If they give you money, they gotta fuck you. You know, or is 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 it a basis for all three when you meet somebody? So I'm gonna tell you this little venture that I had. So I used to go to this place called the Rocky Road. 
Um, and I met this guy. He was like a fat guy. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't mind fat guys. I like fat guys because they like to eat. And at the time, I was, you know, I was, you know, whatever case maybe I was into eating everywhere. So I, he asked me what he. One day he hit me up and was like, "What you doing?" I'm like, "Nate, like you hungry?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Let's go get something to eat." So I'm like, "Okay." Well, it's like. 12 at night, you know, I got this little Chinese restaurant me and my baby daddy used to go to. This one, me and my, this, he wasn't my baby daddy at the time, but me and my little, you know, he used to go to, so I can take you there. He was like, all right, cool. So he come, oh, did I pick, I think I picked him up, put gas, he put gas in my car. We went and got some food, and then he was like, uh, did we come back to my house? Yeah, we came back to my house. I'm thinking we just gonna chill, drink, talk. He thought that he was going to get some coochie. Who? Baby, oh, no. He talking about some, oh, I bought you something. I said, baby, I will throw up all this food you bought me right now if you think you're going to get some pussy, baby. Thank you for the Chinese cat and dog, but no, thank you. I don't want nothing small. I am good on the dick, okay? Baby, I appreciate you. And then you told me you had a girlfriend, too, and she was crazy. I appreciate you. I be done ran your ass over and her ass over, too. And it'll be a whole goddamn thing. So guess what? Appreciate you, buddy. Are you ready to go back home? Let's pack it up. What about my gas? Bitch, what about my shocks when you got your ass in here? Okay? So, guess what? We're not going to even talk about that. Yes, I'm going to throw all that shit back up. So, um, what about my, what about my gas up in there? Bitch, what about my shocks that you probably have just ruined because you set your 500, your 300 pound ass in my car? And my car was like, mm-hmm, when you got in it, motherfucker. So, uh, yeah, whatever. But anyway, that was the last time I talked to the guy. He thought I was a gold digger, whatever case may be. I don't give a fuck. So, I want to bring some people up. I know, fat boy, I'm going to definitely bring your ass up. I'm breaking up. Can y'all hear me? Do I need to refresh? They say they can hear me, fat boy. That's you. You got to refresh. So, I want to bring some people up and tell me how you feel about fucking me, feeding me, financing me. Do you feel like because somebody take you out, you take somebody out, they got to fuck you or because you give somebody money or they give you money, do they got to fuck you? Uh, like, what are your thoughts and intake on that? I'm going to see if some people can chime in. Let's see if chatting with Bree can come up. Trapple, can you come up? Let's see if these two can come up. Fat boy, you got to refresh, baby. Am I breaking up? Good morning, trap, 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 trap it out. Did you see my, did you see my picture on, um, Ruby Jew underscore AA? No, I don't, I don't even got that tunnel yet. Oh, that page, that page, yeah. let me, um, hold on. Let me just send it to you in the little committee, baby. Let me show you. Let me yeah. show you what I do when bitches try to come for your girl. <laughs> let me show, <laughs> let me show you how the fuck I ask the fuck up. Bitch, don't come for me. Don't get that natural shit, fool, because I can look like, okay, you feel me? Don't get none of that shit twisted ever in your life. I just be wanting bitches to know that. I got, I got a whole, I got a whole motherfucking nail salon in my house. Hair salon too. This guy, okay, uh, let's see. Let me got down, put this picture up. I just sent it in the little committee chat. Get with it or get, get, get with it or get. Okay. Hey, you time out. Okay. Hell is we doing, bitch, early this morning. I told you. Fat boy, you seeing this? Sister's over there, slave. <laughs> yes. Awaken back slay this morning, baby. Okay, Liddy. Okay, Liddy. Okay, Liddy. Who the fuck y'all bitches talking about this morning? What the Come hell? Come on, listen. You said what? what? No, I'm just saying. That's not you. You ain't see the picture. Check the picture out in the DM. 
She's laid over there. She over there. Hold on, bitch. Let me look at it. You know, I'm going to sit watching Baby boy. Baby boy, baby, I bro, I straight my own shit with one baby side of the wig straight, baby. Yes, baby with the nails done. Come on, trap behind. Yes, bitch. What? Who coming? You coming for who? Don't let me flip this wig, bitch. Don't let me flip this wig. Yeah, Don't only melt in your hand, bitch. You melt in your mouth too. Hmm. Get into that tea, bitch. Get into that motherfucking tea. Talk about so do you feel like could somebody take you out? Oh okay, so have you ever met somebody because they took you out they feel like you gotta fuck them or because vice versa or like how you feel about that type of shit? Fuck me, feed me, finance me. Uh no, I mean taking somebody out doesn't automatically mean that you guys are gonna fuck. I mean it's all really all about the chemistry and the vibe. Uh, right. so typically when you when you go out, that's like a trial run. If the date goes good, you still don't gotta fuck. It's just like okay, we can like move on to like whatever's next, next the next date and next whatever. But no, it's definitely not a requirement unless y'all met on like those pretenses. Like if you guys met on some shit, like out. yo, I'm trying to fuck, you trying to fuck. That is another date. Well, you gotta revert back to what you guys started. With. Wait, 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 wait. What's the place out? A little shopping now about those motherfuckers. But I'm saying like. What I'm, what I'm saying is, what if they're insisting, like, they, you heard the story I told you about the guy thought because he, I, he, you know what I'm saying, took me out that I was going to just fuck him. pressuring you, that's rape, shit. <laughs> Mm-mm. Girl, Hold on, man, give me some pussy, man. You said no. I said no. You know what? That happens, too, because, like, whenever I go to, like, Miami, for instance, for, like, uh, like Memorial Day weekend. Those niggas be way fucking thirsty, like grabbing on them girls' arms, like, yo, I don't, you don't know my name, you don't know me, you just see that I look nice, and you grabbing on my arm to come back to your hotel, so I can see where that, that rape culture shit would happen, where niggas think just because they're in your presence that they want to fuck, or that they deserve to be fucked. But, yeah, but I'm doing what I'm saying, like, do you feel like it's a necessity, like, is that, is that, is that like a, what I'm saying is, do you feel like that is an obligation, like, Oh, because I took you out, we gotta have you gotta repay me with something in return. Hell no, hell no, that's no. an obligation. Hell no. Oh, actually, it's more of a, it's more of a turn on if y'all don't have sex on the first day. Right, because yeah. Three day wait. You're supposed to wait three days. That's a long time. Huh? No, the fuck it ain't. So what y'all think about sex on the first night? Have y'all ever had one night stands? My one night stands always turn into like six, seven month relationships or either a long term friendship. So my thing is, I just feel like if you take me out, like I shouldn't be obligated to fuck you. You shouldn't be pressuring me to have sex with you if you take me out. 
You took me out on your accord. Like, that was your idea. Like, you wanted to even know me, so you took me out. Nigga, I ain't got to fuck you. Okay, you put some gas in my car. Baby, you done roll that shit the fuck out going head down. Baby, I'll tell you what I do, bitch. i drop your ass off at the train station. How about that? If the nigga asking for gas money, he's no good. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Or the nigga eating appetizers, that's no good either. Right, only eating appetizers? Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Let me get a water with lemon. Right. Right. Like, my mom, she used to go out with this guy, right? And every time they would go out, he was like, baby, get what you want. So she'll order what she want. Hold on, look, look, this is a kicker. She'll order what she want or whatever. And my mom, she's like, she's going to get the most, try to get the most expensive thing on the menu. So she order what she want, and she may turn her head or something. He'll sneak some of her food while she like turning her head, or she may check her phone or something. He'll grab some of her food. Oh no, that's that's a thieving ass thing. Who's gonna take some money out your wallet when you sleep? Come right. on, damn baby, I did buy the plate. What motherfucker ain't say you can eat with me though? Bitch, you can buy your own motherfucking plate. Then <laughs> she was like, "Well, I let him rub on my titty once." I'm like, "Is that all you did?" Cause that man called me every weekend to go out. Now, let me tell you about the deacon at the church. Now, my mama, you know, <laughs> let me tell you something. Now, you know, I love my, my gay men, my whatever men. But I don't like, for no, I don't like those undercover brothers who be trying to, like, nah, then they be over here, over there. They're confused. They know what they're doing. And then, boom, shit happens. So, the deacon at the goddamn church, right? Let me tell you about the deacon at the church. The deacon at the goddamn church, he like my mama, whatever, like that. But he weird. He work at a funeral home. And my mama always say, he be looking dead sometimes. I'm like, well, that's what happened when you work at a funeral home. You just a dead body. You know, sometimes the spirits and stuff jump off in you or whatever the case may be. So, she said one day he invited her over or whatever. And he was like, you know, she let him, she showed him dead pictures. She, she, he showed her dead pictures of his girlfriend in the casket and, and show and you know showing how he dressed up in the funeral home and bombing out you know he's a he's a funeral home guy so he's inside there and bombing funeral home shit and a lot of men who work at funeral homes are very fucking weird i got another story about that when i met a guy who used to work at the funeral home anyway so he um tells her to come up whatever it's like a sunday night you know what i mean monday night sunday night kind of like a weekend thing he she keep come okay i've been going back and forth going out you know he bound stuff and stuff like that giving a little money here and there so she was like she let him you know see one of her titties one time whatever like that but she wouldn't really have sex with him because she felt something was weird child they get over get over there you know she showed him the titties she probably let him play with the titties. I ain't no telling my mama be making you she she'll add in take out so she said one day he called her and said, baby, what you doing? She said, nah. He said, I want you to come over. She said, okay. He like, but I got a request. And she like, what's that? He like, you going to do it? She like, what is it first? He was like, I want you to put it up in me. She was like, put what up in you? She said, he said, I like a nine inch or better. She said, what the hell are you talking about? She said, I want you to strap up. She like, strap up? Strap up? Oh, then he was this is in Atlanta. This is in Atlanta, right? And he was like, yeah, strap up. And then she was like, she my mama, she be, I don't know, I don't know if she's slow to I don't know. Sometimes you like she's slow, but anyway. She was like, strap he was like strap up. She was like, yeah, strap up and put it up in me. He like like a strap on penis. She said she hollered. I heard her, yeah. Well, I wasn't there, but she I think what's I there? I think she said she hollered and hit the floor. I don't remember if she told me what I did. She holler and hit the it hit the goddamn flow. Child, she told me that motherfucker said he want her to bend him over and ram a nine inch dick up in the deacon's ass. And it's a deacon at the church now, who who you know 
who don't go, they, they don't go by the gay stuff, and they don't do this to Bosman and all that stuff. That's a sin and all that. The deacon at the goddamn church who collecting the motherfucking offering plate at the church want to dick. Want to dick ram all the way up in his ass. Sin. Or the preacher, shit, shit, if you're lucky. <laughs> my family is in mortuary bitch. My uncle used to live above it. And I thought this shit was hella weird. Man, look, I met this guy who worked in the funeral home. And every time I talked to him, he telling me stories about who died, how they got killed, and how he got done. I'm like, yo, like, you don't have anything else to talk about? He's talking about, want, I want to take you on a date, but the date going to be inside the funeral home. Bitch, I'm not eating off there no goddamn funeral home. You got me fucked up. Fuck all that, motherfucker. I ain't uh-uh. Yeah, he weird. He weird as hell. He was weird as fuck. Like he told me, he he had told me about this story about this um this lady. I mean this 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 man. He used to he was a truck driver. He worked over the road or whatever. And he came home and caught his wife in the bed with a young guy. He blow. He beat the wife to death. Then he blow the young nigga brains out. Beat the wife to death and then blow the brains out. Is that that serious? Like, can't you just divorce her? You don't got to give her nothing. And then just find you another bitch. Why you got to blow a bitch's brains out? Well, here's the thing. Like, regular cheating will piss somebody off to the point of, like, burning somebody's house down, i.e. left eye. So if you can imagine coming home, not even knowing your nigga is, like, into this shit, and then just, like... But they been married. They was married. They was married twenty years, and he, hey Jada, he had been sleeping with that. He, she had been sleeping with that guy for the last past six months because he found like text messages and all that. But he was trying to come home to surprise her or whatever. Like I think they had been sleeping. I don't. I ain't gonna say six months. Don't quote me if I'm wrong. But it was a long time. And he said, but you know, in the state of Georgia, that's called in the heat of a passion crime. So you don't really get no time for that because he did that shit in the heat of the moment. So basically, he. He got a, oh, he got a, uh, he basically kind of like got away with that shit. And he, and he paid for both what of their funerals. Jada? And the motherfucker yeah. paid for both of their funerals. Oh, that's a good, that's a good nigga then. That was a good nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so, damn. I'm like, damn, motherfucker, you, you killed both yeah. of them both. Like, he said, I'm killing both of them. Now, does that make him gay since a woman strapped up? With the deacon of the yeah. church? I don't Any know. <laughs> but he's a deacon at the church, though. He's a deacon at the church. He's an usher on the usher bowl. You cannot hide under the cloak of the church, nigga. You I am not surprised. Your exit. <laughs> I'm surprised. Everybody, uh, the gays, some gays feel like like, um, I don't know, like, they can, they can be more gay at church. I don't know. It's weird. I can't, I can't, I don't like gay, gay church. This thing keep giving me all these damn things. But you know what? I remember one time I thought no dudes are putting fingers in butts and, and shit not gay. Um, straight niggas are doing, uh, fingers on the butt. They doing gay shit. It's, yeah, they, if it's just they, the stuff they, in the butt, gay. Jesus Christ. On the lips. 
on the goddamn little well what did i just walk in back into well we was talking about how the deacon at the church my mom was talking to this deacon and he wanted her to scrap up and ram the nine inch dick up his ass and he's the deacon of the church the deacon, the deacon of the church. But how embarrassing is that to ask a woman and then she don't do it? So how many women have to ask? But guess what? He offered her ass a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. That's it. <laughs> Yo, the first one. She said. She said she told him, baby. She told him, so I ain't gonna be able to do it. She said that was the last time she talked to that nigga. So ever since then, we would go to church. I was like, that motherfucker like a nine and stick up his ass. I would laugh at him every time I see him. I mean, motherfucker sharp, clean to the T, you wouldn't even think. He marched like a soldier in the church line. He got down directing church traffic, baby. He collect, he the, he the usher, the president of the usher bowl, and he a damn deacon. And he marched with the singing of the choir. You never think. He's a dedicated church member. I haven't heard that shit. That was a, my mama told me that shit, and I was about how old I was. I was about uh, I think I was about seventeen. She said eighteen. She told me that. She said, what the fuck? And at that time, and now I wasn't on no gay gay shit like that. Like that shit was weird as fuck. When I was 12 or 11, nah, my mama didn't have those talks with me. When I got old enough to understand what the fuck, when I got old enough to understand what the fuck was going on, oh, hold on, and let me not talk about her. Now, y'all be thinking I be bullshitting, but it's be real shit. Let me tell y'all about her friend. Now, let me tell you, my mama had a friend that was a real, real motherfucking freak. Like, she was a real freak. My mama's friend was a real motherfucking freak. Her name was Nicole. And they still cool to this day. Nicole, my mama... What's funny? What's going? What the hell going on? What is the rapper name? Hi, I said her name was Nicole. Her name was Nicole. So Nicole asked. Let me tell you about Nicole and Nicole asked that motherfucking. So we go to her house and I love fucking cucumbers, right? I love bananas. I love cucumbers and shit like that. So my mama always say, when we go to her house, don't y'all eat no fruit? And I'm like, don't eat no. I'm like, and I'm like, why would you say that? What's wrong with the fruit? It look fresh to me. She's like, don't you touch that goddamn fruit? And at this time, I'm like 13, 14. I didn't understand what the fuck she was talking about. You know what I'm saying? 13, 14, 15. Like, don't touch the fruit. Like, I don't get it. Whatever. So we, I never ate it. And so my mama said, I'm gonna tell you something. We get in the car. So we get in the car, she made my brother close his ears. And my mama said, the reason why I don't want y'all eating fruit later house is she be sticking it up her. And I said, she be what? He, she said she be sticking it up her. And I said, she's like, she be having sex with the damn fruit. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. How the fuck you have sex with an apple? Not an apple, but you know like cucumbers and bananas, like fruit, you know, vegetables and shit. Cucumbers, bananas. People got their own fetishes, you know. People got their fetishes. So in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, how is, how is that possible? Because I understand she, it's time. She need to keep that in her, home, her bedroom refrigerator. <laughs> they had that shit in the main refrigerator. We finna get ready to eat that shit. Mama said, ah, don't, you, don't you eat that shit? I'm like, damn, what the fuck going on? Ooh. 
But they still friends. I wish I can get my mama to come on here. She would tell your ass. My mama had your ass rolling. They still got damn friends. But she don't fuck with her like that. She was like, yeah, girl, I like to give me a cucumber every now and then, stick it up there. Maybe a sausage. I'm like, oh, nah, baby. My mom said, don't eat nothing in that bitch house. Don't you drink nothing. Don't you eat nothing in that bitch house. I said, yes, ma'am. Sausage. Mm-hmm. Ain't them kind of limp. I don't know what to be doing. I'm telling you, she would use cucumbers, sausage, bananas. I don't know why, but that's just something she was freaking into. She the type of girl, you can fuck her on the club dance floor. You can meet her one night. The same night she fucking your ass. She might like two dick, huge big dicks in the one in the ass, one in the pussy. Like she was a real deal freak. Like, real talk. I'm trying to see what that feel like. I ain't trying to see what none of that shit feel like. I ain't trying to put you no know, cucumber, bananas, or none of that shit on my pussy. And you would think like, oh, ain't no people out there doing that shit. You crazy fucker. You look that shit up. It's plenty of motherfuckers doing bestiality and all that shit. Like, I seen this girl just like the sucking a dog dick. I couldn't imagine putting my lips around something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I got a question about the fruit. Was it organic or no? I don't know. Yeah. But it was like, it, I want to say fruit. I'm going to say like cucumbers, uh, bananas, like stuff that's like hard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so no pickles then, huh? No pickles, yeah. obviously. No pickles. Yeah. Yeah. My mama told me this. Now, this was something my mama told me. She said that she be doing it. And so... As I got older, she started to elaborate a little more on it. But I ain't never asked the But if my mom was on this show, she would tell your ass about that damn lady. Because her, her, they still friends, though. Uh, well, everybody got good manager, but I'm looking at it right now. Huh? Now, as you're talking about this, I'm looking at like a, a bunch of bananas, and I can't even look at bananas the same way anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just imagine going to somebody's house and you about to eat some fruit. Imagine, no, imagine like, like going to somebody's house, you buy these some goddamn fruit, you know, you know what I'm saying? This is just Yeah, that's, that's nasty. But everybody got their own fetish, we can't judge, you know what I'm saying? But I want to know y'all fetish, like, what's, what time is it? We talk about fetishes. It's, it's, it's always early. It's early. Um, I don't know what my, what is my, I don't know if I have a fetish. Like, what's the definition of a fetish? She like, I like niggas with money. Something that, like, oh, like, oh, like, something that you always be like, oh, you got to do this, and then I come. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to pay my motherfucking phone bill, please. Thank you. I mean, yeah, that all money make me come on the phone. I'm like, eh. Um, my breasts. Like, I like my breasts to be sucked, and, you know, massage. Yes, that's that's right. Right. <laughs> I, I feel mean, like the nigga gonna suck the titty, no matter what. The no, that's like, not true. Some niggas don't like the titty milk. That's because they weren't breastfed as a child. Oh, well. So, if you're not pregnant, you still got titty milk? No, I was just saying. Titty milk. I was just saying. Oh. No, hell no. <laughs> hell no. If I'm licking titty milk, something goddamn wrong, baby. Um, <laughs> I like my ass smack from the back during sex. Is that a finish? Bad boy, dude. You so normal. You so normal, girl. I am. I don't really know what you mean by a fetish, though. Arm, you know what? I, know. I, think, I like muscles on the guy. Like if a guy have like I like arm, I like biceps and arms. Like that's like I'll be like, oh my god, I might not look at his face. He might be ugly as fuck. His I'm arms. A bizarre fetish. Like I would like to like dress up in like the animal costumes. Oh no! Oh no! I ain't with none that whooping me shit. You like to get your ass kicked <laughs> in the goddamn nuts. 
I ain't with nothing that shit. I'm not with that, but just like, you know, they all dressed up. Well, I've seen it. Like, they all dressed up in, like, different kind of costumes and, like, look like animal costumes. Like, they look like they was animals. And they were, like, just mating. Well, I've always wanted to do, like, role play, like a full-out role play. Yeah, but then you have Trey Song's role play in the background. No, I'm talking about like role play, like damn. Uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you this. I, I'm not mad. My imagination is seeing so far. What you want to do, fat boy? <laughs> Food point. I don't. Hell no. Nah, I don't. My fetish is looking at guys' fingers and see if they're clean. Hell no. Nah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got a clean fetish. Ooh, that's like a clean. I'm, that's something I, I always do. I always clean my fingernails in the morning. Like they don't need to be dirty. That's just something like I do. Like after brushing my teeth. <laughs> I have a fetish with earrings. I have a fetish with like eyelashes, earrings, lipsticks. I gotta have eyelashes, earrings, lipsticks. I have bought like a hundred lashes. And, like I got <laughs> You got it that's an obsession. Oh. You only got two eyes. I know, but I like to put on different eyelashes sometimes. <laughs> um my role play scenario will be like now, now that now that's bizarre. Let me bring your ass up. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Smelling armpits and shit. Like, come on, oh shit. What's up, Paz vibes? Hey, how are you guys doing? Hey. You you have a smell <laughs> fetish? Yeah, man. Uh, the harder you work, the more you're gonna smell. And I don't know. Not everybody smells like you, so. That's what I like. Wow, that's weird. Like this. Now I'm not gonna lie. I like this. I like the smell of um sweat. Fat boy, exactly. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Like you know, like when a man, you know how like a man get through. Like he might be sweating right down his hair area. Uh, Not, not dog. No. I like the way that smell. Like a sweat. It's like a. Like it's like you know how you a man get out the shower when he may be walking around the house he might just sweat a little bit but he got like that still like that fresh soapy sweat smell. That's the type I like. That's what it is. Oh wow! So y'all the type that's like go play basketball and then come back. And yes. Play. Yeah. Yes. Basically. Yes. Work on the yard and then come back in. That was a strong yes. I mean, I had to think about it, but my role play scenario would be like. You know, we, we go out in public and, like, we don't know each other and, like, we just met each other. And then, like, you know, and you know, just, like, do some oh far-fetched role-play shit. That's cute. That's how cute. But nowadays in Georgia, baby, you cannot fuck in the park and then like that because you will have to register as a sex offender. And I ain't trying to do that. <laughs> oh, shit. Really? Yeah, you would. That's, but you know, I think that's a, I think that's a universe. I think that's a whole. I think that's throughout the whole United States. Yeah, you can't fuck outside of the school or twenty five feet within the school or two hundred feet. Wide. And I have a school right behind me. Oh, oh, I think it's outside. Period, though. That's think they don't made it outside. Period. I feel like everybody's had sex outside at some point, though. I, I have when I was young. Yeah, I got bent over behind a behind a goddamn that church. Sex when you got that gift. Look at Ruby. I got bent over behind the tree. Like what? A what? church. <laughs> it was like a church in downtown Decatur. A church. Oh. I don't have sex in a church parking lot and everything, huh? <laughs> Wouldn't happen to be a pastor, would it? 
Nah, he wasn't no pastor, but he he wasn't no pastor. He sure wasn't. But um, I actually turned into a whole long ass drawn out relationship that didn't need to be. Okay, you want some company? Okay, yeah, be cool. Okay, exchange numbers and sixes. Okay, you know what I mean. I'm really kind of like kind of hard to please in the bedroom. Like I'm really, you have to really be hitting some pressure points. Like I'm gonna be like, um, I fall asleep. I like that you got to kiss on me, caress on me. You got to caress these titties. You got to grow these rolls, baby. You got to hit the grip these thighs. And you got to, like, be doing all kind of fishy, sexy stuff. But if you just on there just humping like a dog, I'm going to fall asleep. fucking sleep. I ain't even going to lie to you. I don't need it before. Wow. Not falling asleep. You must have a good mattress. Hell yeah, I do. Sure do. I got a very good mattress. That's funny. And because the box spring sit on the goddamn floor because I broke the bed rail, so I got a very good match. Oh, wow. Stop it. Hey, I'm going to drop down. I'm just listening to y'all. Okay. Thank you for coming up, Paz. Thank yeah, you. Thank you, Ruby. <laughs> you welcome. No problem. Okay. So, yeah. that that That's what it is. I, I, I just... Huh, I don't do boring sex. You'll know if it's boring. I'll be like, I start talking about the joke of the day. I'll be talking like, damn, what we on? I'm not my... Yeah, while we haven't said that, I saw the whole full conversation. Oh, that's like, yeah, room. Could, could you imagine Ruby having sex talking about, all right, so today on the docket. I did that <laughs> shit last night. I did that shit last night to my baby dad. I was like, we were we finna get ready to do it. And he was like being boring. I was like, yeah, do you know Al Shark? I'm also a Ruby rude. <laughs> I ain't rude. I'm just saying, like, I'm finna fall asleep, like. Oh. But, I mean, he got the picture. You know what I'm saying? He already knew what's up. You know what I mean? Um, it's time for artist of the day. I don't have an artist of the day. I said I would do some vocals for y'all like I did yesterday. Um, so, I don't know. Like, what is going on? This app has really been tricky. You got an artist of the day? You got an artist you want to bring, you know, want to bring some? Right, let, me, let me see if she even got the app. That way she downloaded and come tell us one of her songs or whatever. Yeah. I got one. Don't you play no motherfucking Clay, nigga. I love Clay. I love that. Don't play no Clay. Clay. No, Clay the G. Oh, is that the one that I was talking about this weekend? Yo, what the fuck was happening? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, that dude. No, what the fuck? No. Like, what was happening? I, I was trying to call Facebook. Good advice? Yeah, no, we're good. Yeah, we good. We good on that. I'm good, love and joy. Okay. That's what. Like said, I'm good. He's like, I'm outside of all the local Walmart selling my shit. <laughs> Clown ass nigga. Did he say that for real? Did he say that for real? Yeah. He said he'd be going outside of Walmart. 
He got his clientele. He don't need I. I'm like, bro, but you trying to you appease. Know what? You don't make no money off of streaming. I just be outside selling the shit out of my truck. I was like, yo, bro, what year are we at? Because yeah. if you sold me anything on the street, like even niggas who try to sell me shit on the street now, which is like very rare, I'd be like, yo, you don't have no SoundCloud link? I don't even have a, a device to put this shit in. A CD. What the fuck? Why? I haven't held a CD in years. <laughs> or even, you can even do a jump drive. Yeah, but I mean, that's pretty expensive. That's pretty expensive. You can get something from a dollar store, can't you? <laughs> if somebody gave me a motherfucking jump drive, I would delete all that shit. Like, yes, free jump drive. <laughs> but you know what? No, I, somebody gave me a jump drive and it actually sounded... <laughs> And the music on the extra sound. I don't, I'm not finding his song. Oh, there it go. So I do have an independent artist of the day. He just he just hit me back up. Um, we we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna um we gonna get into his song. Uh, we gonna see how it sounds. So I'm gonna give him a little background. He's a 20 year old artist, born in Florida, but hailing from Atlanta, Georgia, with a style and a voice of my own of his own. What influenced him to start making music was he um, he was bringing something different to the table than usual. A lot of music nowadays based on violence and illegal activity. He just wanted to be a part of the crowd that can present who he was and make it without following a crowd. Um, and he gave his IG and his Twitter. And so we're gonna get into his song right now, and y'all tell me what the fuck y'all think about it. Here we go with the music reviews, y'all. your mics please tell me what you think about this track and let's be honest let's be honest what you think about this track let's be honest situation i'm gonna be honest with you i'm gonna be brutally honest with you mm -hmm. nope nope you didn't like it uh, what you didn't like about it Okay, well, let me play you a little bit more of it. What you want? And she said she just wants some dope. She said when I talk to her, nigga talk to her song. I can only imagine how good she look up on the phone. 
She know I'm about to check I put the seat in and then go She want me to stop by the crib a little more She be coughing liquor just for the boat If I pull up Murder what she wrote And if you look up Cause clouds wider than some coat Get your books up You need to learn a little more Niggas get play acting tough Knowing them why you a hoe She like a young nigga Cause I'm too Look, that shit cut my goddamn app the fuck out. Okay, y'all, I'm back. That shit cut my ass all the way out. They go humble right there. So he's in here. Thank you, humble, for stopping in. We just got through listening to your song, and we're gonna give you some positive feedback. I want to go ahead and bring you up, um, humble. No, he just got in here. He just got in here. I was trying to get lituation up, dude. I oh, I clicked the wrong motherfucker. I'm sorry. Devoted to them for damn, I clicked the wrong person. These goddamn nail shot. I'm trying to get lituation up. Okay. So humble is actually here, guys. We just got through listening to his song. So humble, if you can put humble, if you see the on sign, like it's gonna pop up, it's gonna be a red button. Just hit the on, the red button. But if you can't hop on, that's fine. Just listen in. But we're going to give you our, our, our feedback on. We're going to be honest as hell. Um, Trapper, I'll let you go first. Why you got to let me go first? Uh, let him go first. I just feel like when I listen to music, like I just be feeling like some of these dudes all sound alike. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and if it don't like stand out to me, I'm just not feeling it. And that's one thing I like about Clay TG. He is original. He is original. Don't nobody sound like him. Why are we bringing that nigga up? I'm just saying. That is your favorite artist. I'm calling it right now. You was a fan. I am a fan. I am a fan. So Humble, did you hear that? Like, I don't know if Humble is listening. Let's see if he, he I think he may have hit me in the DM. Let's see if he had hit me in the DM. Nah, that wasn't him. Okay. So lituation, uh, what did you think about it? Hold on, let me let me hold on one second. Hold on for a second. Hold on for you say something, cause I wanna make sure. Okay, so lituation Lituation, what you feel about the song? I think that uh, Trap was right with uh, with the sound being familiar. I think most of it has to do with uh, a lot of artists now just have really good beats. They don't really have to have, wow, this bitch really cut me off, you bitch. Uh, <laughs> you really don't have to have, um, you really don't have to have a lot of, 
uh, a lot of, I'm trying to say it without being a dick. Just uh, say it. Uh, <laughs> your lyrics don't have to be super deep, and they really don't have to be that deep. It's just, uh, if the production is good, you're, you're on your way, and there's an audience for everybody. It's just, I, I, I'm not the audience for it. Cool. All right, hold on. I got to send it to him so he'll know that. I don't know if he listening. She said, I heard separate vocals from the beat so I can I can really tune in. What do you mean by that, uh, Amelia J? I don't know if he listening in. Hey, DJ Indigo. Um, but, yeah, so me personally, I'm going to record myself saying this, this shit too so he can get it. But me personally, I don't know if he... He's listening in because he ain't said he ain't responding. Now, me personally, I don't. Um, I wasn't feeling the song. Like it was the flow was off. Um, the beat was mediocre. Yeah, pretty much like a trippy red vibe. Yeah, I don't even listen to trippy red. I don't, you know. But that's that's just. I feel like he could have uh, been a little more. I I don't, you know. When I listen to music, I listen to people passion in their voice. I don't feel like the passion was there. I don't feel like he really, like, put that emphasis in it. I don't feel like it was, you know, he put more emphasis on his voice. Like, maybe if he was a little more hyped, then the song would probably have been something. But it was like he was in lazy mode when he recorded the song or something. Um, It could have potential, but it needs a lot of work. It needs a little work. That's basically it. That's just my feedback. Yeah, I mean, just have the vibe master production. And, I mean, you don't know where everybody is in their process, so he could be on his way to being that guy. Uh, you do have a lot of artists now who are, they, they bank on that mellow, lazy kind of sound. Not that his sound is lazy, but mm -hmm. they, like, you look at artists like Future and all those other guys, like, where it's like their shit is, like, very, like, low-key. Uh, right. As opposed to somebody who's super hype. You don't have a lot of mysticals out there now. Yeah. Right. That's what <laughs> it is. Find a, a happy medium. Me personally, I don't. Uh, oh, shit. I, I said it to the wrong people. Like, okay, go ahead. I'm just. Like, that's just one song. That's just one song. That's just one song, but just overall, I know that. I don't know. It's just. I'm a melody type of person. I like to hear the melody and then I listen to the words. So, different people judge songs differently. So, I mean, for me, if I was to rate that song, I would give you a 5.5. 5. If I was to rate it. Out of what? Out of 10. Oh, shit. But you know what? Room for growth. Hey, Ruby. Sorry, I was putting my shoulder. Oh, that's fine. That's cool. Um, But, yeah, I would probably give it... Yeah, I know it is room for growth, and I tell I tell all artists all criticism is good criticism because you can potentially gain a fan. So, um, I mean, I feel like it, you know he could do a little better. Uh, I don't really listen to Trippy Red. I don't like that. I'm not a slow mood, lazy type. I'm all you know. I'm always upbeat, up, eh, 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 eh. you know. I'm always that type of person. You feel what I'm saying? You sounded just like uh, what's that guy's name who married? I'm like, I'm always lit, you feel what I'm saying? And even when I listen to something slow, we got to have like a boom little bass to it. So yeah. even with it being like on a universal scale, the rhythm, the rhythm, the melody, the flow on a universal scale. You got to have the rhythm. It wasn't the things. Maybe in the wintertime that would have worked, you know, like sitting in the house, smoking. Yeah, 
yeah, but it's 2019, summertime. Like, bitch, I need something that's going to get me out my seat, make me open my doors. Remember when y'all, when we used to open our doors and play the music loud? Hell yeah, be in this practice, stop time, jumping. But it all depends. And then another thing, too, I tell artists, like, when you ask for feedback, you know what I'm saying, sometimes... Like you can't really go. It depends on what kind of audience you, what kind of audience audience you're trying to appease to. Because sometimes you be asked for feedback from people, and they are a certain type of audience. But like I said, all criticism you can always convert somebody over. Just put that work in, put that time in, keep going, keep grinding. Take all criticism in consideration, and you know we're just outsiders. You know. We outsiders looking on the inside. You know, we we are we not we not on the inside. You know what I'm saying? We on the outside looking in. So, you know, we may see something that that needs to be different because you do want to make music that's gonna appeal to the people. So, someone is getting blowed up. Lol. Now it's like my notifications keep going off, but yeah, that's all I wanted to say about that. But you know what? Last this morning, I want I forgot to play my song, my theme song. But you know what? I got a new theme song today because I'm feeling real good. It's the thong song? Hell no. It ain't the thong goddamn song. Not the thong song. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if it pull up. Oh, there you go. So, I, 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 want, I want to see if y'all remember this shit. So I want to exit out to this song, okay? I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Always, always remember to tell the truth even when no one is listening because somebody hear your ass. Life is too short. Have fun some of the time. Tune in tomorrow. Y'all know how I do. I always post a docket on my Ruby Jew Radio IG. If you don't have it, it's Ruby Jew Radio. That's it. R-U-B-Y-J-U-U Radio. So make sure you tune in. Uh, Energy God said he just sent me a text this morning Say he'll be coming back Um, And I thank my artist of the day for coming through P- Appreciate you I'm glad we gave to get you some feedback on your song On your vocals um, Wish it was enough people in here But unfortunately You know It is what it is I don't worry about that type of stuff And anyway We're going to lead out to the song called That Bitch Because I feel like I'm that bitch by my nigga plies. So let's ride the fuck out. I'll still be in the comments if you want to chat. But the show is motherfucking over, bitches. And that's all motherfucking period. 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 Love y'all. I see y'all in the morning or later on today. Hit the mother. Hold on. I got it. Hold on. Before we do that shit, I got to hit the motherfucking docket on y'all pussies. Yes. And let's get into that song, That Bitch. Start that motherfucker all the way over. How you do that? Just like that there. On that, goons on that. Then the slide do strip up, make a mess. I don't want that hoe, I want that bitch. Hey, shout out to everybody listening to my podcast. I love y'all. Thank you for the support. Flow this shit ain't no paper anyway. 
Motherfuck nigga anyway. Nigga lame, nigga rigging, nigga okay. Finna snatch me a hoe and spin it on bay. Send the blow a check. Got strikes on that, guns on that. Send the slide, do the strip club, make a mess. I don't want that, how I want that bitch. Jay hit me a lick, send the blow a check. Got strikes on that, guns on that. Send the slide, do the strip club, make a mess. I don't want that, how I want that bitch. Fuck around and get trained. BSOP, young out the chain. Ain't no cuffing going on, you fair game. Got stacks of this shit, no trucks. Just hit me a lick, fit the floor, chill. Got stacks on me, cool, on deck. Fit the slide through the strip club and make a mess. I don't want that, oh, I want that bitch. Crazy, I be goddamn forgetting I'm recording sometime. But thank you for tuning in to the Ruby Drew Radio Podcast. And we out to tomorrow, bitch. Yeah.